It's okay, GTA. Since you were last released, I've expanded and enhanced too. This is Grand Theft Podcast. Welcome to a new episode of Grand Theft Podcast, where we take a rose-tinted look back at our favourite GTA games, while eagerly holding out our empty gaming balls and asking, Please, Rockstar, can we have some more? I'm your host, Gareth, and with me each week is the tokens to my bonus stage, the spaceship parts to my space docker, the oysters to my sex appeal. It's co-host Gary! Hello, hello. Sorry if I sound ill. I don't know why. I just keep sneezing. and I think it's because I've shaved off my beard. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's because I shaved off my beard. Uh, my body doesn't like me not having a beard. This is it. It it catches all the 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 stuff that goes up. Yeah, definitely. So I, I do apologize for any kind of sniffs or uh, or sneezes or anything like that that happened during this. But uh, yeah, we'll power through like we always do. We will indeed. We will indeed. It's nice to see. It's it's nice to see you looking ten years younger without that beard. <laughs> I don't like it. I hate it. <laughs> it must be really cold. Especially yeah, well, I, I actually do feel it occasionally. It's just like um, like our house um, is a little bit colder than usual, just because uh, it is mm-hmm. cold outside, and I uh, just felt the like breeze on there. And I'm like, I haven't felt the breeze on that chin for a good while. <laughs> Such a strange feeling, isn't yes. it? Yes, I remember I, I did it for November a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, that was when I did it as and, well. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't it it, it doesn't sit well with me. No, it doesn't. Um, at least with a, at least you're shaving my head now. I can wear a hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but can't really wear. Well, you got a mask. You just permanently. Yeah, wear well, a, I mean, like I, I didn't take off my mask for most of today, so it was. Uh, I was hiding, hiding from the world. Yeah, quite right. <laughs> yeah, keeps you warm. Keeps you warm, uh, especially in winter. I, I don't take mine off until I'm home. So, yep. Um, it's good. Uh-huh. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah. So yeah. Yaha. So uh, we're going to uh, we're going to get straight into our, our uh, top three games. Yeah, yeah, top yes. three. I mean, yes. I am super excited about mine. Um, yes, me too. Uh, because it's super exciting. Yes, mine is very super excited as well because it is the newest game on my list of top ten. Ucha. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm going first today. Yes, you are. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, so take it away, Gareth. Okay. Well. Before we do that, I'd like to get my money's worth. Oh. It's time for Gary Watch. Gary Watch. Gary, what you been up to this week? This week, I've mostly been shaving my beard. That was Gary Watch. Yeah, so it is, it is me to take away. Yes, it is. This is a game that we've, we've spoken about on, on, the, on the podcast, so it'll be, it'll be good to go into it a little bit further. In fact, we've, we've mentioned this one quite a lot, so there's maybe not too much more to say, but um, my game brings in everything, everything that we, we look for in a video game. Nostalgia, gameplay, replayability, and a rare like partner factor. Ooh. This is a game that we've both played uh, with our, our significant others, uh, to quote a Limp Bizkit album. Oh, yes. I am saying, and this kind of represents the entire lot, but I'm saying Mario Kart, the original <laughs> Super Nintendo Mario yes! Kart. Yes, yes. Oh, Such a good game. Fantastic. Such a good game. Fantastic. Uh, arguably, objectively, I would probably say that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the best one that I've played. But... Double Dash holds a special place in my heart. 
because it was who interesting. It was really really fun, and I can go back to that game and muscle memory takes over. And oh, it's ace. Uh, the original uh, we used to play all the time back in the day, but uh, mm-hmm. and Laura got me this SNES classic for yep. Christmas yeah, yeah. one one thing, and uh, so we had a night playing old school Mario Kart, and Boom. I don't know whether. Everything was because it was all up HD'd and everything and uh, pixel graphics running on newer monitors. But sure. uh, yeah, yeah. but uh, we got really, like, not motion sick, but, like, uh, it was quite hard to see a lot of things with the original. But okay, it, yeah. it does not detract from what that game is. And uh, I'll let you take away because, yeah, it's it's amazing. It is. It really is. It's, um, it's yet another game almost born out of technical limitations. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we've we've covered it before in the past that this was Mario Kart was supposed to be or it was the what's my words uh, prototype yeah. yeah yeah so Mario Kart was like the prototype for for F Zero multiplayer yeah um, and because they, they wanted something as as fast and as crazy and as hectic as, and you know taking full advantage of that FX chip yeah, yeah. Um, but they wanted more than one person to be able to play at the same time um, and. Back in the day, again, uh, I, I don't fully kind of understand it, but the way they would do the tracks is by the amount of screens that they could have. Yeah. Um, and basically, you were just traveling across the screen, making it look like you know, making it look like three D. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is again amazingly clever. Yeah. Uh, but they realized they couldn't have as many um, at the speed that they wanted to go, and with the amount of processing power it would take uh, to run multiplayer. Yeah. So they had to slow everything down. Of course, when they started slowing everything down, they had to redesign tracks. Um, they decided that carts were actually probably the the best kind of mode of transport. Yep. Then they were like, right, how do we how do we market this? Um, and they suddenly realized, or they they tested a few things, and they realized that the Mario characters actually uh, are very instantly re- recognizable from behind, as you would see them in third person. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Mario Kart was born. It was born. Oh, and it was. Oh my word! It's, thank goodness it was. Thank goodness, because the amount of hours in entertainment that we have gotten from these games is unreal so cool it's so in depth as well yeah like if you really know what you're doing if you can use the drift and jump buttons yeah there is an awful lot of cool stuff in there yeah definitely um, it also had battle mode which for me like was my first i think probably my first multiplayer uh experience okay i remember i made mine i think i had a multi-tap as well and we were able to play uh with three of us yeah, yeah. um and it was just great. We had, we had tons of little kind of phrases and so and just ways of playing. Again, very much like Goldeneye. Goldeneye was very much the continuation of Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. Because um, Mario Kart was basically a big open kind of battle arena uh, with a couple of obstacles, three balloons, yeah, yeah. and however you want to to win is is however you want to to to, to go around the battle is is entirely up to you. Yeah, so you're yeah. able to make up tons of great ways of playing. Um, the old classic "Stop looking at my screen." I think was born. That was the first time that we that we uh, shouted that at each other. It wouldn't be the last, but it definitely yep. was the first. Um, and I can't I can't say enough about this. And in each version of that game has been pretty much bang on. Yep. I mean, I don't think there's a bad one. So it's interesting you mentioned Double Dash. Yeah, because I always I had a, a very interesting experience with with Double Dash, and it was it was it's still fantastic. But I was working night shift over over a summer while I was studying. Yeah, and I'd finished finished work at like silly o'clock in the morning i think i'd been held up so it was about nine o'clock before you know i actually got away and i was feeling really tired a bit sorry for myself so i walked in past the shop on my way uh, to catch a bus home yeah and double dash i think had just come out yeah so i bought it right there and then 
and I didn't sleep that night, well, that day. Um, I just sat and did all of it. So I was very tired, forcing myself to keep up, yeah. to keep myself awake. Stayed up for the next night shift. Yeah. Um, was absolutely knackered. Felt really, really bad for it. But utterly loved the fact that you could have two characters on your, on your oh, yeah, cart and uh, jump between them. It's so good. It's so good. It's unfortunately the original GameCube triggers the the L and R yeah. buttons up on the shoulders were a little bit too spongy. I mean they were analogue. They were they were way ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah. Um as Nintendo always is with with things like controllers. Yeah, but yeah. um yeah, it didn't quite crunch or, or snap in the way that I would I would have hoped to. It makes it a little bit trickier to play. Yeah, but yeah. when you go back and play some of those um uh, those tracks when you you know you eventually uh, unlock them all on later versions because yeah. you can go back and play some of the the older older tracks. Um, I love some of the uh, the uh, double uh, double dash tracks because yeah. they're they're just great. Yeah, Dry Dry Desert is a good one. It is. It's so so good. <laughs> that theme tune, man. <laughs> and this is it. The music as well. Yeah. I mean, a Mario game never fails on its music. No, not at all. No. So good. So so good. It is amazing. It is. Um, again, one of the first games to have wireless steering controls. Yep. And a great per, uh, peripheral add-on that is completely pointless, but oh, yeah. absolutely fantastic. Yeah, a wee steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't need it, but it's brilliant. Yes. you still got to use the uh, the wrist support, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, Otherwise, it'll just in case you'd... fly off and hit a TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or a relative, <laughs> one would... of the two. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Especially the way that we play. <laughs> but it is one of those games that I would quite happily sit and organise like a, a Mario Kart tournament oh, in some yeah, way, shape, or form. Uh, I'm sure, and just I'm, sit and spend the yeah, entire day. I'm sure we played Mario Kart 64 in a stagger one time <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's a perfect game for that yeah it's amazing yeah absolutely fantastic so that's mine that's my third favorite game of all time again there's not much to say everybody's played mario kart yeah. it spawned tons of great versions like crash team racing again naughty Ooh. dog really stretching it to multi-level ah, good game um yeah it's, it's a brilliant game good game um at one point uh every time i went around to see my old bandmate fish uh he and his uh now wife jenny were sitting there just playing it glued to it the whole time um amazing. so it was always great to jump in and, yeah. and play some some uh some races and stuff so yeah yeah absolutely fantastic simple game um, but one that will never ever go out of fashion. No, not at all, not at all. And I am super excited for whatever next iteration that we're going to get of that game. Yeah. Well, this is it. Um, I've never been able to play eight. I've never played it yet. Ooh, I know. As soon as you get a Switch, get it. Yeah, it, I will. It, I, oh, the, the first game. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so good. I, I'm really buying a game. It'll be uh, <laughs> Zelda Mario Kart. Yeah, machine. Really, that's that's all it comes down to. Yep. That's basically what my Switch was for a while. I mean, what do you? What else do you need? <laughs> Don't need anything else. Until GTA comes out on it. Yeah, properly. Obviously. <laughs> well, it is out. It, was it released on... Uh, it was released on Switch. Switch. I thought maybe... Oh, I thought Switch was maybe uh, a little bit later on it with was, some of the physical releases. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's on Switch and the performance is pretty bad. Oh. Frame rates are... Uh, like almost hitting sing- single digits at points. Oh, yeah. So I'd love to say that I'm surprised, surprised <laughs> but when I saw it was coming out on Switch, I wasn't. I mean, the Switch is a phenomenal console, and again, it's Nintendo really good. Yeah, did I did, played an absolute blinder when it came to the Wii. Yeah, and realized the way that the console wars were going to go. So they yeah. was like, right, we'll we'll just reinvent gaming then. Uh, yeah, and that they did. They uh, just everybody did was playing thing, Wii. Yeah, uh, that's what yeah, that's Nintendo do. Nintendo and just. Yeah. Uh, set the trends uh, they do they do think I mean, outside the we box. wouldn't have gaming consoles yeah yes they do i mean you wouldn't really have that without the nas yeah exactly. um, like really properly hardcore getting into it um yeah, yeah brilliant well done nintendo yeah thank you for that great game as well thank you oh man Whew. now it is you yeah now it is time now it is time uh i'm trying to collect my thoughts and trying to power through this uh this 
Is it a cold? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, okay, right. So, powering through. Uh, so, my third game of all time is a game that I bought for a console that was pretty late in its lifespan. Uh, and I actually got mm-hmm. that console pretty late in its lifespan as well. So, uh, it was one of the main reasons I bought that console. And uh, it was... It got, like absolute stellar reviews from absolutely every outlet possible uh 10 out of 10s across the board and uh like it just the hype behind it i was just like i need to Mm -hmm. play this game i really really need to play this game and so i picked up the console picked up the game i played the game i played it from start to finish and no other game has ever made me feel like that game has made me oh wow and uh no uh, maybe the sequel as well but Mm -hmm. um but yeah no other game has ever made me feel the range of emotions that this game is makes the player feel and it's not like it's not the best uh it's not the best playing game it's not it doesn't have any mechanics that we haven't seen before or anything like Mm -hmm. that but the world that it builds, the story that it tells, and the characters that are involved in it are all Oscar-worthy performances across the board from everything. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, uh, I've danced around it long enough. Uh, my third mm-hmm. entry is The Last of Us. Yeah. So The Last of Us won. So it's it's really... I don't know if I'm more excited to talk about The Last of Us just now or just to find out what two games you would put above oh, The Last of Us. Okay. That, I mean, oh, that so, in itself is a discussion. Yeah, that, that in itself is a discussion. And I'll, I'll safely say that uh, as, a, as a form of art and a, as a form of uh, like video game storytelling and everything like that, mm-hmm. like this Last of Us is leagues above my first choice and my second choice. But okay. in terms of what my first and second choices make me feel yep. and uh, my attachment to them, and like you said, it's nostalgia, it's replayability as an adult and everything like that, these all rank so much higher. But That's perfectly fair. But uh, let's let's get into The Last of Us because now, what a fucking game this oh, is. I mean, in, in a, of a scale of, of, of one to six stars, how, how spoilery you were going to go? Oh, uh... Because I would argue that the end that there's even maybe even beats throughout the game that would spo- like be bigger spoilers. Yeah. I wouldn't want to know than than even the ending. Yeah. But I mean, I, can we talk about this game? Right. Okay. So this is we always say this. This is one of the most genuine skip forward. Yeah. Um. Please. And I will write a note to myself. I remember as I'm saying this right now. The time when I'm editing this. Yeah. I will pop. Yeah. I will put. A genuine i will put a, like a, a timing in the description yeah so please check your description and it'll say jump to you know seven minutes whatever yeah, if you to, if, to skip yeah. this section if you don't want any spoilers for the last of us one and possibly two if we're going to talk totally. about it because i do feel that the part two after playing part two and going back to part one it recontextualizes a lot of things and it, it makes that game hit so much harder i feel totally. in terms yep, so totally. uh so we might end up spoiling some of two as well so uh yeah skip forward to the timestamp below uh before yep. we talk about it so uh yes let's go let's go but uh, I'll, I'll get one little thing out of the way first uh so okay. this game came out in 2013 uh it was mm-hmm. 
PlayStation 3 exclusive. And there were two other games that came out that year that were in contestion yep. for Game of the Year. And that was Bioshock Infinite and GTA mm-hmm. 5. Yes. Now, GTA 5 uh, doesn't have as good a story as The Last of Us. It pro- in my oh, no. opinion, I don't think it has as good a story as Bioshock Infinite. But the amount of stuff that is in GTA 5 in terms of the game and gameplay sure. and everything like that, it is leagues above what The Last of Us does and what Bioshock Infinite did. So when yep. it came to choose what game, game of the year was, uh, like, I could make a argument for either The Last of Us or GTA Five in terms of yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I am very chuffed and happy that The Last of Us did win it that year. Totally. Yeah. I, I, you know what? You're 100 percent correct. And this is, um, I, and I know all the big famous people of of GTA Five, um, Stephen Og, uh, Sean, and um, Ned uh, are, are all uh, listening to this each week with with excitement as to what we're going to talk about uh, with GTA each week. Yeah. With all due respect to those guys. Yeah. Um, Ashley Johnson and um, Trey, Parker. Trey Parker. Trey Parker. Troy Baker. <sighs> Yes, um, Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker's performances in that game are, like you say, they're they're pretty much Oscar worthy. They are I mean, the, pretty much Oscar worthy. Yeah, uh, brilliant. And, uh, yeah, like like nothing. Uh, it's really hard to speak about it and like sing that sing this game's praises and stuff like that. So uh, I think we'll we'll just go into bits of the story and talk about it and stuff like that. But I mean. I mean, did you experience this game uh, day one, or were you were you a bit later on? Or it's a good shout. I'm trying to remember actually. Yeah. Um, I think it was as close to the start of its life, uh, if not day one. It was it was first week. Yeah. If if not, so I mean, I got there spoiler free. Yeah. Uh, and while it was it was fresh and 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 you know like I say relevant like it, yeah like it ever became relevant, but yeah, yeah. it was it was it, it was in the moment in the bubble. Yeah. Uh, it's also good, worth mentioning as well. It came out like uh, like I said, it came out in 2013 and. And during that time, like zombie culture was very huge and stuff like that. Like The Walking Dead was yep. uh, was alive and well at that time, uh, and everything like that. But the market was getting so saturated with it. But I think what Naughty Dog did to uh, like to their success was uh, make the the virus relatable to the yep. real world. So we'd all yep. we'd all watch that uh, that Planet Earth. A documentary with David Attenborough talking mm-hmm. about the Cordyceps virus, which actually affects yep. ants and uh, pretty much zombifies them, so they climb up mm-hmm. to high, high, higher altitudes and just yep. uh, the fungus sprays out the top of their head and affects the ants mm-hmm. below and it just keeps the cycle just keeps going uh and uh that's a it's a scary process uh script a scary process but uh, it was even scarier to think that like naughty dog like okay what if this transferred over to humans yep and yep. it was such a, a a nice interesting take on it and uh yeah so uh basically it starts off a game you play as Sarah at the start. You do, yeah. Play Sarah, yeah. Sarah at the start, and it's they have this really nice relationship. Like uh, Joel is, uh, he's a single parent, I think, and I, I don't think there was mm-hmm. anything said about the mum at all. I don't know. I think it's no, I I, well, there may be a line or something yeah, in there that, that I can't, somebody can remember, but I don't. Yeah, I, it's not big. I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, Joel's a single dad, and uh, it's his birthday and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. uh, the the. Com- conversation that him and sarah have on the couch at the start is just it's beautifully like done yeah and stuff like that it's very real world and it feels like like 
it just it's something more elevated like you just look at it and it has like the kind of like wit and humor and stuff like that you would find in like a modern like kind of uh motion picture and stuff yep. and uh like yeah she gives him the watch and stuff like that and he's just like mm-hmm. where'd you get the money for this and she's like drugs i sell hardcore drugs <laughs> it's like, oh well you're gonna have to start paying the rent then <laughs> or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. so it's, oh, a, yeah. it's a nice little dialogue thing and then it cuts and he carries her up the stairs and stuff like that and like we've all been there when we were, we were kids like we fall, yeah, fall yeah, asleep yeah. on the sofa and stuff like that and our parents carry us up up to bed well this is it it's it's phenomenal because yeah. i mean she's what like 12 or something like yeah. that and and um it's one of those little conversations that sets such a, a large amount just by the dialogue yeah. like you say um it's like so, so she stayed up late to wait for him to get home from work so yeah. he's obviously working like two jobs working overtime yeah. uh in order to to keep the the house and, yeah. and to keep her doing whatever she yeah. needs to do and this um, this is this she, is all like this isn't mentioned this is all just stuff that the player uh, watching yeah. it can tell from yep. their interactions and the way that uh, the scene is set up, and it's, totally, it's ab- totally. absolutely brilliant. And uh, yeah. yeah, she gives him a watch. I think it's worth it's Mention, it's worth mentioning the watch. And I have a funny, it is, I have yeah. a funny feeling this is just going to be like such a long podcast talking about the Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the Last of Us special. Last of Us special. Oh, but uh, I, th- uh, yeah, it's. It ne- I think it needs to be talked about because it's such a good game. Anyway, right, uh, it, it's one that yeah. I I will put in a, a three point five for my like or my my two and a half my my two point five favorite game ever. Um, and join in on this one as well. So it's 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 more than justified being okay. Being a cool. long chat. Good. Good. Okay. So uh, yeah. Uh, Puts Sarah to bed, and then Sarah wakes up, mm-hmm. uh, phone's going off, and it's her uncle saying, it's like, hey, where's your dad? Yeah, uh, something's, yep. something's happening, where's your dad? And she's like, I, I don't know, and stuff like that, the phone cuts. So you're basically walking around this house, and it has such a horror game kind of feel vibe, and stuff like that, yeah, and then, yeah. like, you go out the window and see an explosion happen in the background, and... Mm-hmm. You make your way downstairs, you find his phone, he has heaps of missed messages and stuff like that. And then you go out the window and he like suddenly like bursts well, he doesn't burst through the window, but like he's like coming through the patio doors yeah. and uh he's tell her to stay back and everything like that and he say that the neighbours are going insane and stuff like that. And then Sorry. one of the neighbours breaks through and shoots. Yep. And that's basically how the the whole apocalypse is introduced to us. And Tommy picks you up and you drive through the city and you see all these different things and you see what what Joel is like as a person uh, and uh, <laughs> like when they're dr- driving through and there's someone like waving down say hey hey could you help us and sort of like that and Tommy's like oh <laughs> should we help them and uh, Sarah's like we should help them and uh, Joel's like no we need to get out like we need to go so Joel's instant survival yeah so Joel's not a like you can tell like he's very much focused on just saving his family and saving everything like that and then uh, it get get into the city all hell breaks loose and you're basically running from zombies the car crashes and everything like that Uh, there's some quick time events but like they're very like well paced and like there's not Mm -hmm. much really in them and uh then uh you split up with tommy you're carrying sarah uh, because she's injured her leg and you carry her through the streets and everyone's just pushing by you and everything like that. Mm-hmm, you end up going mm-hmm. through a bar, running past some zombies. And uh, yeah, uh, it comes to the descent down into the kind of sort of ravine area yep. where yep. Uh, where an uh, army soldier is uh, shoots and uh, yeah. turns around. And, the, yeah, and then at that point in time, uh, Sarah 
uh, like uh, Joel. Well, was it? Uh, yeah, Joel's like, no, we're like, we're not, we're not infected. We're normal humans and everything like that. And then the sorry, soldier gets sorry. a radio through and says, "No, we have to take him out." And he's yep. just like, "Okay," like shoots, shoots him. Joel kind of tries to shield Sarah, and uh, he doesn't get. Joel doesn't get hit at all. Sarah gets hit. Nope. And yes, uh, does. that scene to open this game is like I don't think there's been any anything in any media that has got you that much like that attached to someone very early yeah. on and yeah, yeah. and then as soon as you lose them you're like oh what the fuck like yeah, yeah I mean yeah. I like closest closest analog I can actually think of is up yeah yeah of which I, I refuse to watch yeah for obvious reasons yeah <laughs> because i've played last of us and i know how that feels and i'm still not over that part it's just like i say it's it's yeah. of all the franticness and, and like i said those quick time events keep your attention yeah, just yeah. to make sure that you are actually watching yeah, and, yeah. you know you've not gone off to do the dishes or something yeah, yeah. um and yeah as, as, as soon as you, you get you're so close as well you're right on the edge of town um yeah and you're potentially away i mean there's no freedom there is no getting away yeah. from it but at that moment you're like we can get away yeah. right now and yeah the the soldier gets the no no survivors kind of yeah. um message and yeah then unfortunately um that's it and it fades out on that uh, as yeah, well it, fa- fa- as fa- fades out on that and there's a there's a really lovely uh, well it's not a lovely thing because it's a horrible scene but um <laughs> but like when they were recording it uh neil Druckmann, mm-hmm. who was the director i think of the last of us he, no, yeah. he was the director of um Uncharted 2, where he had some involvement with Uncharted 2, Uncharted 4, he's, mm-hmm. yeah, he, course, he directed, yeah. and uh, yeah. obviously The Last of Us. Was it 3? Purely because I'll say that, because it, it brings me on, it's just a point that I had in the yeah. back of my head, that in, in a bar in Uncharted 3, yeah. there is the newspaper yeah. that says deadly virus threatening to, to mankind or something yeah, like yeah. that, so teasing teasing the other game, and I think that's because Druckmann was a part. Bruce... Um, Sorry, Bruce, I've forgotten the rest of your name. Uh, Bruce and Neil uh, are the two <laughs> creatives. Uh, Bruce and Neil. Yeah. Um, for, for Last of Us. Yeah. And, and to go over, like you say, yeah. on, on Uncharted 4. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, so Neil Druckmann is uh, directing Troy Baker for the scene and Troy Baker is like, putting his all into it. Like, he's, mm. like, screaming at the top of his lungs, just, like, totally, like, no! like total like overact Full Vader. yeah over reacting and stuff like that to it and stuff like that and like did about five six seven takes and uh he was exhausted at the end of this and neil Druckmann was just like i think we've got it i think we do and then he it was like two weeks i think and then neil Druckmann mm-hmm. phones him up and says we need to do that scene again and yep. Troy Baker's just like, no, we've got this. Like, uh, like, why do I have to do this again? And like in the back of Troy Baker's head, he's like, oh, I just like, he's like, oh, I want to be, I want to be like, like, I want to be such a good actor, like such a good mm-hmm. actor. And I want that moment to be there. So I think he overanalyzed it and overwent into it. And then Neil Druckmann was like, just take it back. Just take yep. it back. And uh, like, uh, yeah, take everything back and just do it somber. Yeah, and he, he, he does it somber and it hits so much harder. It is, yeah. it is. It's it's brutal when you see that. Um, there's a great documentary you can find out there. Um, uh, Grounded. Oh, and I can't remember. Sorry? Grounded, isn't it? Is it called Grounded? Yeah. yeah okay. The making of, yeah. um, where they take you through an awful lot of the, the process of this game. Yeah. Um, 
And it's so brutal because when they're we're on the mocap stage, yeah. um, the girl who plays Sarah, yeah. um, they're doing the like the T shape, yeah, you know, getting the cameras ready and stuff. Yeah. And she is just pouring with tears. Like she's yeah. in the in the zone already, ready to go. You know, she's not just switching yeah. on, she's she's taking a while to get there. Yeah. And holy shit, it's brutal to watch that. Yeah. Um yeah, both absolutely phenomenal. And then and yeah, that's that's her for the yeah. for the game Th- as well. That's it, and that's the start of the game. And like you said, it fades. Yeah. And then we cut to 20 years later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 straight away. Straight away. So, uh, yeah, this pandemic's been going on for 20 years. And, uh, yeah, basically they're just kind of like living day to day. There's different factions and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's like a rebel group called the Fireflies and stuff like that. Yep. And that's kind of all set up through the – it's a beautiful uh, – like kind of title sequence and stuff like that of like uh just it almost looks like ink blots and stuff like that but it's all like kind of fungus kind of stuff and like spreading and yeah, everything yeah, like yeah. it's really cool uh yeah so uh yeah you meet a bunch of characters throughout all of this and uh like each of them are performed magnificently by the voice actors uh, that are portraying them and they did all the mocap and everything like that for the characters as well so it is basically them just mm-hmm. acting and yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's it's so good and uh so tess is almost like uh she's been with joel there might have been some kind of romantic thing that happened during that 20 years and uh yeah, so she hears that, uh, like, there's a job going and stuff like that, and it leads them to the Fireflies, and the Fireflies say, okay, we can give you your weapons back because I think they stole them or something, but you need to escort this yeah. girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was, it was yeah. to get a package, I think it is, get a package across the, yeah, yeah. the country, yeah. and this package is a bratty little 12-year-old. Yeah, and uh, what a bratty little 12-year-old. Yeah, totally she is. She turns up a proper just yeah just a proper dick yeah um, she, she does yeah but like obviously like there's there's stuff behind that and it's the fact that as well like so this is ellie this is uh, uh played beautifully by ashley johnson mm-hmm. uh and fun fact uh, she voices gretchen grundler in recess <laughs> yes yeah. yeah she does and is in we've spoken about her before she's in the avengers, she's in avengers yeah, yeah. as well yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so um and she's oh she's just been announcing something else apologies oh, yeah. um i'd say isn't it critical role stuff it could be. I can't I remember. Think, there was something. I think. I think I Critical like, oh. Role are doing like an animated version of like one of their campaigns. Really? Yeah. And I think they're all uh, voicing their characters and stuff like that because it's a bunch of voice actors that do Critical Role. Very. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like uh, Laura, yeah, Laura it's, Bailey, yeah, Ashley role. Johnson, uh, was it uh, Matt Mercer? Uh, there's a few others as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was in uh, Growing Pains as well, yeah. wasn't she? She was indeed. Tons of stuff. Yeah. Tons of tons stuff. Of stuff. Anyway, but yeah, uh, beautiful uh, Ellie, an absolutely phenomenal character from, yeah, from yeah, very well written, yeah, from start to finish. Uh, so uh, reluctantly, Joel's like, okay, well, we need to do this, uh, otherwise we'll get our weapons back. And uh, Tess has been the one that's very much like, oh, we need to do this, like uh, we need to do this because we are good people. And uh, yep. Joel's kind of losing uh, touch of that. And uh, yeah, so it uh, gets a point where it's discovered that Ellie is actually immune to the Corset virus, and uh, like she shows her scars and everything like that. And it's just two weeks, mm-hmm. like uh, people turned in two days. Yeah, whereas uh, she was fine. Yeah, well, she's been fine for like two two or three weeks and yeah, uh yeah, like uh so basically they're kind of almost going on blind faith really uh but uh yeah uh like it's 
it's tested as well in terms of like you see Ellie going into like absolute massive sport areas and everything like that. Yeah. And she did not having to wear yeah, like a mask. They all wear like protective masks and stuff, yeah. but not not her. Not her, yeah. So yeah. Uh, so there's yeah, there's higher stakes and stuff like that. And uh obviously with Ellie being immune to the virus and everything like that, there might be a chance of making a cure. Yeah. Well, this is this is really the hope of the game, I yeah. think. Um and how it's sold, I think, to Tess and and, and Joel yeah. in that this is you know, this is saving humanity kind of thing. Yeah. Um which is a, I don't know, it just makes it a great premise, but I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever used that as my motivation for, you know, for pushing the, the controller stick forward yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Um, but it's great, yeah. It's, it's a fantastic premise for a, a zombie game, essentially. You've got the cure instead of just going through, like, endless, endless end, um, uh, drops of the, the waves of the undead. Yeah, definitely. And uh, so, yeah, it gets to, gets to kind of like a point and stuff like that that there's a scuffle at some point and uh Tess accidentally gets bitten. It happens during it yep. happens during gameplay as well, so you don't really notice it at all. It's it's no, not drawn it's um, not drawn. But like if you no. if you do look at her during that, you can see her getting bitten. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very yeah. again, it's one of those things that it's just it's left to the player to, to almost decide. And this is a very linear game. This oh, is yeah, a point yeah. A to point B. Yeah. Definitely. Um, However, there is wonderful little things in there that you can find and see and do and, and, and do differently. Yeah. Um, it's worth taking a wee second just now to to applaud Naughty Dog's technical um, oh, yes. oh, prowess on this game. Yes. Purely because the the AI and the way it's written, okay, we've got a set piece in there with, with Tess getting bitten. Yeah. Um, but like you say, this came out at the same time as Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Um, and I remember the, the, the chat from Bioshock and... Because that is a like a buddy cop or it's an escort mission yeah. game kind of thing. They were speaking about Elizabeth and how hard it was to code that kind of AI for yeah. an entire game. And I remember them making quite a noise about how just how much of an uphill struggle this was and how amazing it was. Yeah. Um, and don't believe Naughty Dog said anything really. No, not really. And came out with this unbelievably well written AI yep. that um, Ellie will. Go off and find you ammo. Yep. Uh, if you get to it, it'll find you resources, find you medipacks, all these things. Yeah. Um, yes, a couple of times we'll get caught not under in cover yeah. when the bad guys are looking. But you can you can overlook a couple of those things because never does she get stuck behind anything. Nope. Never does she not figure out how to get through somewhere. Yep. They start writing like gameplay mechanics into it. And we'll get into that uh, once we get to one of the biggest moments in gaming history, I think, yep. that happens later on because... It's very involved. It, it's very um, reliant on like repetition of gameplay yep. uh, and the breaking of that. But let's get to that in a, in a wee minute. So, well, indeed, yeah. So Tess has just bitten the zombie, as it were. Yeah, uh, or well, the zombie the other way around. Well, the zombie bit her, and she has this uh, like very intense conversation with Joel, and uh, it's uh, one of my favorite like scenes in the whole game is those two just arguing at that point and stuff like that and she's trying to get through to him mm-hmm. and stuff like that and like troy baker's performance there like him just like shouting like it, it's over tess and stuff like that like yeah. that still gets me and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so uh basically tess is just like yeah i've been bitten this is the end of the line for me uh but you need to do this you really need to do this and because we're good people and we do like what if there is a chance that we can save humanity with this totally. so basically she distracts the guards that are coming to the place and uh 
Yeah, uh, she bites the dust off screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when you go up to the top of the building, you can see down and see her corpse and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, you can watch yeah. it, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, and then outside, um, obviously, um, Ellie understands that, obviously, those two were either that were close and friends and everything like that. So she tries to mm-hmm. reconcile mm-hmm. with Joel, but Joel's just like, no, I just see you as a, a job. Like, don't, yeah. Try, yeah, don't yeah. try and, like interact with me or anything like that. And obviously there's still the hang-ups and everything like that with his daughter looking yeah. over as well. So, yeah. So the the rest of the game is basically uh, those two developing such a such a nice bond together yep. and l- learning to trust each other. And, uh, yeah, it's just acted so well. <laughs> so it well. Is. It's those, those little moments... Um, that again, it doesn't hold your hand through through the like a story expose. It doesn't give you a manual saying, "Joe and Tess were you know run a business and were once lovers and blah blah blah." Yeah. you can just pick up that from from bits of dialogue. I love the way that Ellie, and this is why I bring up the watch. Ellie uh, during one of those conversations, maybe even the one that you just mentioned there, yeah, uh, where where Joel is like, "No, no, 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 you're you're just a a job, you're pay yeah. paycheck essentially." Yeah. Um, and she turns like, oh, yeah, yeah, your watch is broken. Yeah. And sure enough, it is. Yeah. He's obviously kept that watch on every single day yeah. uh, because it's it reminds him of his daughter yeah. and she uh, she can't help but take a swipe at it. Yeah. Um, not that she would know who gave oh, it yeah, to him, exactly. but she can't help yeah. but just dig the elbow in a wee bit. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just that perfect kind of performance from Ashley Johnson yeah. uh, as well. It's it's not overly done. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just perfectly done yeah. it is fantastic yeah so like uh at this point in stuff we meet uh we meet bill and uh they're trying to get a car <laughs> so they can get uh across country and um so bill bill's a great character Lo- like you yep. only see him for a little bit but he's such a good character to uh to meet like he's a bit cynical and everything like that but like the more you learn mm-hmm. about him and everything like that like uh, the way that they uh, like kind of reveal that he's gay as well, and uh, like it's done so naturally, mm-hmm. so naturally, and uh, yeah, uh, it's 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 awesome. And uh, the fact that like uh, I love when uh, I love it when uh, they're in his kind of basement thing and stuff like that, and uh, he mm-hmm. just keeps saying to Ellie and stuff like, "I don't steal any of my stuff, don't." touch any of my stuff and he's, he's just like I'm not gonna fucking touch your stuff and then it, later on and stuff like that when they get in the car and uh, like uh, she's like stolen a few books and stuff like that and that's uh, I actually think that's one of my favourite scenes as well it's just the the, the the scene in the car and stuff like that and she like finds the porn book and stuff that's right Joel's uh, like hey you should be looking at that and she's like no I just want to see it. it's curious and stuff like that whoa how can you walk around with that thing <laughs> yeah. and, then, and, then, and then and then she goes why are these pages stuck together yeah. <laughs> move on it's so good so good that the, like that Sorry. that scene is ace and i think that was the first scene that ashley johnson and troy baker filmed together was that scene oh really yeah. oh that's interesting yeah it's very very good that's funny yeah there's some characters it's it's worth pointing out that as you're joel as you're playing as joel yeah ellie is just kind of doing her own thing yeah. this whole time but again you can keep an eye on uh and just see where she, where she goes as you're kind of walking through and physically controlling yeah. uh the character but will do little things like that yeah go and pick stuff up and you can sometimes see her just nicking stuff yeah. um which is absolutely fantastic it's just it's just a wonder because you even some of it's optional you don't even have to go through some of it um 
It's also worth pointing out it's done in four seasons as well. Four seasons, yeah. It's, it's four, a year. Yeah, four kind of main acts and, and it's just a great way of being able to kind of advance time as well as um, just really kind of develop the, the world that, that they're all in. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the... Was it one of the lead artists from... Oh, what was that thing? Odyssey of the West? Oh, eh... Uh, oh, God. Entwined? I, th- I, no. think, I think you're right. Enslaved uh, and uh, Odyssey to the Enslaved, West. Enslaved, that's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it was, it was... Andy Serkis and that, wasn't it? Was that? That's was right, it? that's yeah. right. I believe it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, they went and got the the lead designer from... Or the... the um, one of the lead uh, artists from, from that game. Yeah. Because it was kind of the same thing it was like a, an old civilization that, that nature had kind of grown back and taken back yeah. uh, so as you see all of the the wildlife in and around buildings and, and you know in and cars and stuff like that um, yeah. they went and found somebody who, who was known very very well for that mm-hmm. um, so uh, apologies for the state that I was in uh, <laughs> when we first recorded the first half of this um yeah i was pretty close to death store but mm-hmm. uh yeah <laughs> but uh but uh, operating now roughly around about 80 percent, so we're good to go uh i can collect my thoughts a bit better now which is which is really good so That's yeah good. let's continue this wonderful conversation about uh the last of us yeah so uh yeah so we got into like how beautifully designed this game is mm-hmm. in terms of like it's um like graphical fidelity the environments the um just everything just marries together so well and um i haven't seen anything close to that on the ps3 at that point in times it was just mm-hmm. pushing the ps3 to its very limits and it was essentially just the swan song for the ps3 yeah um but everything just married together and like i think i did mention it when i was ill that <laughs> that we've seen um we've seen so much stuff in zombie culture and everything like that and it, like mm-hmm. it does get a bit saturated and stuff like that like walking dead was huge um the closest analog i can think to like possibly was walking dead season one the telltale mm-hmm. series oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah. But but that was just narrative, like that fully focused on narrative. It did, and yeah. in a way, The Last of Us does that, but in the same time, because like the gameplay is nothing new, the situation, the environment, uh, like well, the bare bones situation, the bare bones environment, like a zombie apocalypse, blah yeah. blah blah. We've seen that all before and stuff like that, and it was becoming very like shoehorned into absolutely everything at that point in time. Yeah, very but much. But the thing that it, this game, like thing that elevates it above everything else is its story and its performances by yeah. the actors. And uh, yeah, it's just, oh, it's just that absolute powerhouse story. Love it. It is. Um, it is. So, so I think we got to roughly run about, um, uh, it was just after we met Bill, wasn't it? I think that's right. Yeah, we'd we'd spoken yeah, about and the Tess and um, the, yeah Tess's Tess's demise and hmm. met Bill and uh, then they drove away uh, and then uh, yeah like there's um, not much else really to kind of like 
any big narrative beats apart from there's one absolutely fantastic scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's in winter. Ah, this so is, this is so this is this is one of the ones yeah. I was going to highlight as well. Let's let's yeah. see if it is actually the same. Yeah. So in winter, uh, so at the end of uh, at the end of autumn, uh, Joel gets incapacitated mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and is very very much close to death at this point. Uh, Ellie drags him through, and this is like Ellie kind of standing on her own two feet and yep. learning to sort of survive and stuff like that. So it cuts to winter and you take over playing as Ellie, which is such a nice twist. They never said anything at all in the marketing that nope. it, it was going to be that. It was just going to be Joel-centric, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, so you take over as Ellie, which is a lovely surprise. And uh, yeah, you end up uh, coming across a group of uh, cannibals. Yes, you do. You do, which with, you don't uh, quite with, realize straight away. Yeah, um, yeah. With uh, with David, who right. is voiced by voiced by Nolan North, and you would never know. So, well, this is one of those. This is one of those when we were talking yeah. about the the caliber of actor and and you know some of the people in there that you just wouldn't guess. I don't think there was anything made of the fact that you had Nolan North in this game. Of course, who plays yeah, the no. wonderful Nathan Drake in Naughty yep. Dog's other huge huge franchise at the time, which is uh, uh, the Uncharted series. Um, yeah, yeah. So he just he's in there. You you've never recognised yep. his voice because he does such a good job at disguising it. Yeah, and you slowly learn about this these uh, this group that you've come across. Yeah, it's 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 very like it's very un, unnerving and uneasy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it leads to some of like some fantastic scene yeah. in it, especially yeah. with Ashley Johnson in terms of like uh, how she carries herself as Ellie in this point. Mm. And uh, yeah, so it all culminates like she gets kidnapped and stuff like that. Joel is he's slightly on the mend and stuff like that, but he's basically trying to hunt her down as well. So uh, Joel's yeah. going through his kind of angry dad phase at that point in time, and yep. he's like like stabbing folk and like asking where the hell is she is and yep. stuff like that because he's know. grown attached he's grown fond of her and this is, um yeah it's what it's kind of one like, of those moments apologies where you you kind of realize yep. that this has gone from being a job which i don't think it ever really was for joel but it's gone from being a job yeah. into like a proper like he cares about ellie and and yeah you know it's not about Definitely. saving humanity at this point it's about saving her and not letting another young child essentially yeah. just care care uh, die basically (laughs) definitely and it's i think it's it's definitely highlighted with the fact that like he tries to distance himself that much because like he feels like obviously like he he got uh, so well obviously he got so attached to his daughter and everything like that and it was absolutely crushing to lose her Mm -hmm. and uh but then there's a wonderful scene in the when ellie runs away from tommy's Mm -hmm. when they meet up with tommy and uh, she goes to the house and stuff like that, and she's reading a girl's diary and just saying, it's like, oh, is this what everyone had to worry about at this point yeah. in time? Yeah. Like, was, does this boy like me? Does this, uh, what dress should I wear? Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. Just really mundane problems that, like, she's never experienced that because, like, she grew up in the apocalypse mm-hmm. and uh, stuff like that. And um, then at this point in time, like, you can kind of see a little shift in Ellie in terms of, like, her sort of demeanor and everything like that she feels like joel just doesn't trust her yeah. caesar as this kind of burden and stuff like that where she's grown to quite uh like quite admire and uh respect joel yeah, yeah so um and then uh there's uh they have the argument in the house and uh yeah like still gives me chills that scene like mm-hmm. where he uh, where he's like uh saying like stuff was like uh was it you sure as hell ain't my daughter and uh yeah, yeah. you're treading on mighty thin ice and stuff like that and uh yeah um so yeah it's a very very powerful scene and then uh obviously uh 
Joel at this point in time and sees like how capable Ellie is and stuff like that and he fights it, no he gives her the chance to prove herself by giving her that rifle mm-hmm. to help her help him out going through this kind of thing so he can see like how capable she actually is and uh, yeah their bond and trust and everything like that grows and stuff like that and they get really like very very close when they go to the university and that's when Joel's uh, taken out of the picture for yep. that time and then we lead to winter which uh, yeah I'm going back on myself sorry but no no, no it's, I, I, it's a world yeah I think I, yeah I, th- I think it's I think it's important that we do talk about the like that that scene in autumn just yep. because like it's it develops that relationship and then obviously Joel at this point in time like when he's sort of getting better and he's just on his angry dad rage stabbing folk and everything like that trying mm-hmm. to find out where where ellie is and stuff and um so she's been kidnapped by david and um yeah they're trying to get a name out of her and stuff like that and uh, like uh like david puts his hand in the the her prison cell mm-hmm. and she just breaks his finger yeah 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 <laughs> it's, it's like um yeah and like she says like her name's ellie or something like that i'm the girl who broke your fucking finger or something that's like it. that and that's i was it. just like oh my god that's ace uh and but yeah it leads to one of the tensest bits of gameplay like i've played and stuff like that is yes. like there's a it's a stealth section and stuff like that with uh, David pretty much pursuing you mm-hmm. at this point in a restaurant that is kind of burning down around yeah. you. Yeah. And you have to get behind him and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, you can't win head on. Like you have to no. circumnavigate him and stuff like that and get around behind him. And uh, yeah, oh my God. And then at the end, once you, once Ellie takes down David, mm-hmm. Uh, Joel comes in yeah. and like he's just just too late like if Joel came in a little bit earlier and stuff like that he could have saved her from totally. what totally. she ends up doing yeah yeah which is, is basically brutally murdering David yeah 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 I think and uh, yeah and crying and everything like that and it's just such a strong scene I think this there. is the first time that Ellie's found out what she's capable of um and it's pure yeah. survival at that point I mean like you yeah. say David is hunting her down and God only knows what he's gonna do when he catches I mean we, we know he's a cannibal so we know the end game of that but you know yeah, between yeah. him kind of catching this young girl catching her to yeah, and stuff like her, anything could happen, yeah. and and she's, uh, I think she's very, uh, think very aware that, of that. Yeah, I think there's there is some implications of other things that yeah. could happen and yeah. stuff like that that uh, which think, we won't talk about because it's horrible. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean the yeah. fact that they they kind of go there, the fact that they imply these things again, yeah. they don't explicitly say, you know, it's not David going around, hey little girl, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> you know, you know yeah. what's going to happen. You know, it's yeah, a yeah. grown up game. But yeah, I think yeah. the most powerful thing that they did there was, like mm-hmm. you say, you have ellie's reaction to killing the guy and then joel finding her in that moment and yeah they they dip the the volume of the the conversation that you can tell that they're they're speaking to each other and yeah he's consoling her and she's and she's just outpouring but you don't hear any of it yeah yeah like and then the music kicks in and stuff like that um but you can hear like you when it's fading and stuff like that you can hear joel just saying like baby girl baby girl and stuff like that it's something that he said to his daughter and stuff and it's just oh oh it is Oh, it's very, very good. Uh, Yeah, and then obviously after that, leaning into spring and the the game's weird because like I feel like I feel like summer autumn are huge chapters like yeah. really really huge chapters and it takes a while to get through them then winter and spring are really short mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah everything kind of funnels together at the end but uh yeah um this is where you kind of notice like um you've mentioned this before 
yeah. uh, in terms of like the gameplay side of things though so, throughout the whole game and stuff like that you've been using like boosting ellie up and yeah. for her to get like ladders for you to climb up and stuff like that using oh. her for puzzles everything like that and it comes to an area where you like uh, it's like oh, i've seen this before and stuff like that. i need to go over there and get that ladder and stuff like that mm-hmm. ellie uh, come on we'll give you a boost she doesn't come yep and ellie give us a boost and stuff like that and you can physically tell something is wrong yep. with her uh, yeah 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 and it's just the toll that 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 winter took on her mm-hmm. and um yeah it's just it's beautifully done that bit and then a uh, after that you have one of the like the greatest moments of levity that I've experienced from being solo and then going to a fantastic scene. Just so Which high. is, yeah, which is uh, the giraffe scene, which it is, is yeah. beautiful. Yeah, once you once you get to that point, and yeah. you're right, it's just mindless uh, video game trope, push triangle yeah. to boost Ellie. You yeah. have a really good chat together. Uh, yeah. And again, they didn't use narrative or script to make you understand something was wrong. Yeah, they yeah. used the gameplay, they used the, the environment in the world. And once you yeah. have that chat and you kind of get over... I don't think you get over it. You get to a point where Ellie just goes, okay, let's let's carry on a wee bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, you eventually boost up and you get up you get up to the top of this and you're right on like a balcony on this really, really yeah. tall kind of building. And all of a sudden, there's some giraffes walking past. Uh, for yeah. Obviously from a zoo that had, had bust open it, yeah. uh, way, way back. Yeah. And... Uh, it's mm-hmm. the first time that I think Ellie sees them. And of course, you're in as much yeah. of awe uh, of these yeah. things as, as as the characters are. And it's just such yeah, yeah. a nice, serene moment. It's it's beautiful. Like, that is, it's probably the best way to describe it. It's just the fact that, like, um, you can see that change in Ellie, like, when yeah. she sees them and stuff like that. And after the giraffes, like, after she pets the giraffes and stuff like that, and they start walking away and stuff like that, you can stay there for as long as you want. Yeah, totally. Yeah, until you move the stick and yeah. then uh, carry on with the journey and then uh, yeah uh we get we get into the end game we do i think yeah. as, as much cool stuff as there is in between there because there's probably a few hours in between those uh mm-hmm. those moments we do we yeah. get to this end game which is for me one of the coolest it's, it's like it's a big there's not a boss there's a big bit of gameplay to get there um because yeah, there's a huge bit of gameplay yeah but there is no boss no at all. all. Like our closest, our closest analog to a boss would probably be like the bloater in the gym, right. or or David, David, or yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the only two really big ones I can think of. Um, not like a, not like in a Last of Us Two when we had the Rat King underneath the hostel. Sorry, this is it. No, yeah, um, there was yeah. a couple of big, big boss-ish moments, but there's a couple of big yeah, yeah. gameplay moments where. You know, there's just so many bad guys, and there is is like yeah. a threading a needle of a way through to get because you've got to be super stealthy. Because um, really going yeah. loud, no matter how yeah. easy you play the game on with all, like all the ammo yeah. like maxed, yeah. going loud isn't really an option here. No. Um, unless so, you're very very uh, lucky. Yeah. So basically, before this point, um, like uh, Joel and Ellie are almost getting to the place where the fireflies are. Yeah, and um, something happens, and uh, they end up trying to cross over like a river or a ravine mm-hmm. with uh, a bus and stuff like that. And um, something happens, and uh, uh, throughout this whole thing, uh, you learn that Ellie can't swim, so you've been pushing her on rafts and everything like that. Brilliant. And uh, then the current kind of takes her and stuff like that. It knocks Joel as well, and uh, yeah, at the point, basically, Ellie's drowning. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joel manages to save her, pushes her to the land and stuff like that, and he uh, 
like he's trying to give CPR and stuff. Uh, these security guards come along and um, he's like, she's not breathing, help me, sort of thing. And they knock him out. Yep. Yeah, and so take him away. So, um, yeah, basically, so you've been delivering Ellie to the Fireflies because she has this immunity to the Cortisets virus. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so they're going to try and reverse engineer a cure. Uh, and uh, so you wake up as Joel and you find out, uh, you see Marlene in a hostel bed mm-hmm. and Marlene says to him that um, basically we've got to take this chance. Yeah. Like we yeah. have to take this chance for humanity and stuff like that. If it doesn't work, like at least we tried and stuff like that. And uh, And she hates doing what she's away to do. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, basically, in order to understand how the Corsair's virus works and everything like that, basically, they have to kill Ellie Yeah, to find out. It's basically get... She, I mean, they're, they're just going right into her brain yeah, to figure out. Yeah, so, so she will not survive this. Nope. And Joel uh, doesn't like this at no. all. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, he does not. So, yeah, um, Joel kind of gets taken away to a sort of cell and stuff like that, and then uh, he sort of breaks out, ends up torturing a couple of guys to find out where she is and stuff like that, like where the operating room, and you have to fight your way to that operating room. And this is one of the best bits, I think, in the entire game. Um, that that journey, that fight through the, the hospital, because at this point, you're quite overpowered. Once you get all your stuff, you're, you're quite yeah, overpowered. Yeah. You've, you've learned so many tricks. Um, yeah. So as you're as you're going through, I mean, I was using like there's smoke bombs over here, there's distractions over there. You're getting there yeah, because yeah. I don't think the game puts a time limit on, but you feel the urgency of of getting there quickly yeah, you, because you do feel that. Well, wait a minute, I need yeah. to I need to save Ellie here. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and bingo, you eventually get up, you burst through that that door into the operating room. Yeah, and um, there's a doctor there. So there there's three doctors there, hmm? <laughs> but there is a doctor there and. He he becomes important later, but yeah. It's another conversation <laughs> we'll for another day. It's another conversation for another day. We might come back to this because I love talking about this game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. There's three doctors there, and basically they're like, like you can't take her away. Yeah. You like we have me. we have to we have to do this <laughs> like and stuff like that. And um, Joel automatically kills one of them, mm-hmm. but you have a choice to kill the other two. Yeah. So what did you do? Did you wipe everyone out or did you leave them? <laughs> let's see. Let's play a quick game at home. For anybody who's been listening to this podcast for a little while, I'm going to, on your phones, push A, B or C. Did I A, kill them both? Did I B, leave them both? Or did I C, kill them both? Push your buttons now. Correct. Wow. I killed them both. <laughs> you killed them both. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh yeah, so it gives you the choice to do that. Uh yeah, and um but the game has done an absolutely brilliant job at that point in time putting you in Joel's shoes and yeah. feeling like that you are Joel at this point mm-hmm. in time. And, um, yeah, like, I had no hesitation whatsoever nope. shooting all three of them. Yeah. And yeah. afterwards, I thought about it, and I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. A, ga- a-, a game has never, ever made me, like, feel like the bad guy. 
before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it never made me feel like the bad guy. I always try to go for the good choices. I always go light side and stuff like that with my Star Wars games. I always try and I be the hero and everything like that. But this game, um, yeah, just totally changed my expectations. And uh, yeah, I I straight up murdered them. And I had no regrets until I thought about it. <laughs> well, I think yeah, I th- it, it's a wonderful thing. You, you mentioned you've never like been made to feel like the bad guy before or, or played yeah. to play as the bad guy before. And it's, it's, it is a split second where you go from Joel being the hero slash anti-hero maybe. Yeah. Straight into pretty much being the bad guy. Um, yeah. And everything that happens next only yeah. cements that. Um, yes. So and it's, yeah, let's. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, let's get into it because it is. It's something that I spent so long talking to my friends about, mm-hmm. and uh, just trying to understand like the reasonings why. And so yeah, so you've murdered everyone. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, you've have. got. Um, You've got Ellie, and you're basically running out of there. She's all yeah. doped and drugged out. Yeah, this is, and, it's quite uh, important that yeah, she is, she yeah, is unconscious. Yeah. She was away to go into surgery. Yeah, she was just away to go into surgery. And uh, you're running away. Uh, guards are chasing you and everything like that. You end up going to the elevator. The elevator takes you down to the car park, and Marlene's waiting for you. Yeah, totally. And uh, Marlene is basically just like, what the hell are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. We need her. We, like, humanity needs her and stuff like that. And Joel's just like, you can't do this. She's she's a girl. Like, she's a little girl. Yeah. She has, like, a life to live and a life to mm-hmm. lead and stuff like that. It's her life. And uh, But Mar- I think Marlene says something like, but, like, what kind of life can she have in this world? Yeah. sort of thing yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah and uh, then it all comes to a point and uh, Joel ends up shooting Marlene in cold blood and yeah, Joel, and, Joel, and, Joel and Ellie leave and that's and, uh, yeah for me that's like the the first like um, confirmation that, that Joel is a bad guy uh, yeah. by killing Marlene and I get it's maybe justified or it's it's narratively justified that he would kill anybody in, in their way but like you're saying Marlene yeah. Just in case we didn't figure it out before. And if anybody can hear my window getting battered in by whatever storm this one is coming in, uh, it's getting quite yeah, loud. So Barra. Apologies if you, it, who's it? Storm Barra. Is it Barra? We had Arwen in last yeah. week. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, oh, yeah, my lights have flickered a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, we may have to go <laughs> over yet again. Um, yet, yet again. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's let's continue so we can actually get this, and I might yeah. we might stop the recording uh, after we finish this, just so we have this. Aye. yes, uh, saved. We'll yeah, do a couple of save points. Like yeah, good show. Yeah, <laughs> save points. Manual save it. points. Yes, let's manual get, save points. I'll get my memory card. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, so Joel and Ellie leave, and uh, Ellie wakes up in the back of the car. Yep, Joel's driving away and stuff like that, and she's like, "Where am I? What happened?" and stuff like that. And um, Joel is basically saying to her, "Is like, um, yeah, there's there's tons of girls out there like you. There's tons of people out there and stuff like that. Um, they didn't think they could do it with with you, but uh, there's heaps of people out there. Yeah, and." That, that is lie number one. So, yeah, this is this is exactly what I was going to say. Um, yeah, lie is, number one. Yeah, yeah, it's lie number one. And then at the end, you take control of Ellie. Yeah. At the very end. And uh, Joel is very, at this point, like, it's weird because it's almost like a flip in terms of, like, Joel's, like, kind of, like, all happy-go-lucky and stuff like that going forward yeah. and stuff like that, trying to egg Ellie on and, like, 
something's eating at the back of her head and she can tell something is wrong. <laughs> and then uh, you start heading your way back to Tommy's and uh, she stops and he turns around and asks her, like, is she okay and stuff like that. And um, she says to him, it's like, like tell, tell me there's no other way. There was no other way and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, like basically swear to me. Uh, that, that what you did, like uh, what you did, was right and true, mm-hmm. and uh, Joel basically says yes. Like everything I everything I told you was like, and then her last line, she's like, "Okay," cut and to black. cut to black, and oh my god, <laughs> like there are a few things that leave me uncomfortable at the end of a game, mm-hmm. and that is that is definitely like even in any form of media yeah like just left me feeling so uncomfortable at the end because i knew that wherever they go next and stuff like that they'll have to deal with that and everything and like you can just imagine like what would happen and yeah we did get that and it was it was just as heartbreaking as I thought it was going to be. So it was, um, it was, and that, that's definitely yeah. the one that we will hundred percent come back to. Um, yes, yes, we need. I think we need to. Yeah, I think so because yeah. we we definitely. Um, I, I just wanted more. I just wanted. I I didn't think. Yeah. That um, Ellie believed Joel in no, any way, shape, or form, and I wanted to did. see the next bit of that conversation. Yeah, she did not believe and like that's the awkwardness that it leaves you with and leaves you with that feeling in your stomach and you're just like oh okay i was instantly yeah. on like youtube and forums yeah. and every i'm yeah. just searching I'm just like ending of last of us ending of last of us yeah just as annoyed that nobody else had any answers not like the anybody else would no, have yeah. answers to go actually there's a hidden scene somewhere you know there was not genuinely leaves you in a place of like what the hell um yeah and of course now we know what happens in the in the second iteration yeah. of the game, and yeah, we will we will get round to that. We will get round to it because uh, it is definitely worth talking about and uh, like where that conversation ends up going and uh, everything. But yeah, yeah. Um, sorry for like a, it. It was so emotional and so like it took the hell out of me. And um, it's not yeah, an easy uh, game to play. Um, no, it's really it's really not in terms of like. The game makes you do difficult things and stuff like that. It's not like it's not like it's a hard game or anything like that, but it makes you do difficult things. Mm-hmm. And um like I champion Naughty Dog so much for basically saying, This is the story we want to tell. Mm-hmm. You are with us from start to finish. There's no choices, there's no secret endings, there's no nothing. It is just this story. Yep. And um yeah, it is phenomenal. It is absolutely it is. phenomenal. Oscar worthy. If mm-hmm. it, if if games had Oscars, yep. <laughs> yeah, it deserved every award that it got. Um, yeah, every single uh, game of the year award it got. Every single um, award that Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson got. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything that Neil Druckmann did with it, and yeah, it is just a phenomenal game, and uh, it is the newest game that is on my list. But it has cemented itself in my top three. Yeah, and, I don't believe uh, I, I, I don't think that's ever going to change. So, uh, yeah, my number three game of all time is The Last of Us. Well, we are getting to the exciting part. I was thinking about this the other day at work. Ooh. Of, we've only got two games each, 
which was probably going to wrap up our year, if not maybe even take yeah. us into New Year. Um, okay, depending on on how oh, what weeks, we do because we're, yeah. we're so close yeah. to Christmas. I just we just mm-hmm. don't know what we're going to be able to to get out. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. we just it's so close that um, I'm super excited. But I would like to do on the week that we do our number one game. I'd like to just yeah. mention some honourable mentions because there's a few. Okay, yeah. There's a few that's definitely yeah. on both of our lists that I've avoided and taken in games that actually I've rethought about and gone, you know what? Yeah. Either could have gone on this list. So we'd like oh, to yeah, definitely honorable mentions from from over the years. Um mm, definitely. And then maybe we'll just we'll just tie this all off in a nice little knot with a little chat about Last of Us Two. Um, which we can both agree is again one of one of anybody's top ten games. Um and mm-hmm. an important t- chat uh, about this because yeah, definitely. We've hinted toward a couple of things that we uh, we, we, yeah. we need to have a little chat about. Um, yes, we do. So, yes, we do. So tune in next awesome. week to find out number two. Oh, number two. It'll be good to have a number two with you guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> and step away from that one. Now it's time to look at some of the news leaks and rumours surrounding GTA in a segment that we like to call Weasel News, confirming your prejudices. Now we're not going to be the first to break any headlines. Hey, we're not even going to be well informed, but we have the microphones, so you have to listen. So recently there has been some super high-end graphics mods coming out uh, with all the new graphics cards that are miraculously making its way out to customers after such a long time. Um, mm-hmm. And nearly every single day I open YouTube, there is some new... Uh, form of like super realistic rain or ray tracing or light reflections there's some absolutely fantastic stuff there so it kind of made me think just before the definitive edition came out and in fact maybe even just before it was released which i pretty much like kind of guaranteed that it was going to be announced uh um sorry before it was uh, announced and which pretty much confirmed that it was coming um there was an awful lot Mm -hmm. of uh mods of the holy trilogy taken down Yes. Do we was. think that we'll start seeing some of these high-end kind of graphic mods being taken down in anticipation for the expanded and enhanced version? Mm, I, I don't is know. It, is it a case that some of them are making the 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 official Rockstar ones look a little bit bad? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like. I think. Um, I think that. Uh, so let's have a look at the sort of definitive mm-hmm. edition. Um, what we got in the end, what we've got now, actually, yeah. with the with the new patches and everything like that. Yeah, it, it's it's looking good. Yeah, it's looking really, really good. And uh, for the art style and everything like that, trying to preserve everything like as it is and stuff like that, just making everything look a bit nicer and stuff like that. Like it's it's great. Like I, I love it. Um, yeah. I'm still at the start of San Andreas, but um, I'm I'm just kind of dipping in and out and stuff like that. I haven't played through them as much as like I did three and Vice City. Yeah, yeah. So the graphics mods, I think, have been they've been going possibly ever since like modding stuff kind of sort of took off and everything like that. So they've been like in the works probably for like maybe about maybe two thousand and four five, depending on what what happened. what happens and stuff like that with uh, with computers and everything. But yeah, so like people could have been working on these things for ages, absolutely ages. And uh, when did we hear that the Definitive Edition was coming out? Like officially, it was... Well, officially, officially it was months before it was released. But like how much 
rumors? Oh, like how word. many was it years? Was that a couple of years? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we could we could dig in and find like at least tweets saying that there's a, a remaster of the the Holy Trilogy on its way. Yeah, um, yeah, quite a while, I think. Yeah, so so probably a couple of years and stuff like that. And um, yeah, so I have a funny feeling that like these like these games from Grove Street Games and stuff like that, and learning a bit more about how it was all developed and everything like that, put through. Um, AI algorithms and stuff like that to up-res mm-hmm. them and stuff like that and then hand-tweaking going in and stuff like that. Um, I don't think it's taken as much time as some of these guys have taken doing mods. Yeah. And um, so they have more time. They have um, they might have more manpower. You never know, like, how many people are working on these mods at one point yeah. in time. Um, naturally, they might look better and stuff like that. And if you're taking GTA as it is, well, GTA 3 and making it look like GTA mm-hmm. 5. That's a huge yeah, step yeah. up. Massive step. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a weird one. It's really, really weird because, um, like, them taking down the original versions of GTA 3, Vice mm-hmm. City, and San Andreas before the definitive edition yeah. came out. And, um, yeah, it's it's really hard to wrap my head around, Sorry. I think. I, yeah. I, I agree. It's... I guess the reason I, I, I can ask that is just, I just found it weird that just before they officially, and like you said, they didn't show anything and you, you kept on saying you were worried about it. No. And I, I was a bit more optimistic about it. Going, ah, you know what? That's fine. It's because it's yeah. going to be so good. Yeah. And it, yeah. It, it came out the way it came out and that's, it's, it is what it is. Whichever side, yeah. uh, it was potentially disappointing, but I had faith that it was going to get sorted yeah. and it has been sorted. So yes, it has been sorted. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, like whatever side of the fence you sit on and stuff like that, like, um, like what Rockstar kind of said and mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. that, like what these games were going to be, uh, pretty much was what they delivered in, but in terms of like bugs and everything like that, like they've all been, well, most of the stuff has been ironed out now and stuff like that. There's still a bit of jank yeah. here there, but like uh, that'll that'll get patched out. All those all those mods. If you ever watch like a, if you ever watch some of those YouTube channels, um, especially your daily kind of news YouTube channels, uh, quite often they're using you know high res mods of Vice City or, or San Andreas yeah. as their as their background kind of while they're yeah. they're talking about whatever you know news or or, or, or announcements yeah, or yeah. rumors or whatever's uh, hitting hitting the Twitter sphere and etc. Um, some mm-hmm. of them are. Some of them, I mean, they look gorgeous, but you see so much popping and you see so many flying cars and people falling through the ground and yeah. stuff. And, you know, yes, it's it's one person yeah. in a room doing these yeah. things. Yeah, which is, which is, which is impressive. Mean, yeah. Yeah, Very yeah, impressive. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, they've probably pushed it further than most technology would be able to kind of like, you know, play, you know, with it. It's high-end stuff. You know, it's not built for consoles kind of thing to for mass kind of rollout. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just find it weird that, that Rockstar would see the need that that was maybe competition, you know, that that would have to kind of come down. Yeah. Um, even before that they, they announced yeah. this. So it makes me wonder, you know, did they see the state of the definitive edition and think, oh, no, we better not have anything out there that looks better that, or that plays better than than any of these? Or yeah. did they think, mm-hmm. you know what, you're, you're, you're not going to buy this if 
if you're already playing a beautiful version of it, whether it looks better or not, or plays better or not, or is buggy or or not, yeah. we want people to to buy our version of it and not have this free modded version. I mean, like I say, mods. I, I remember a, a 4K mod back for for GTA 4. Um, when I saw that, I was like, my God, this looks like real life. It's absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah. But you, you, I don't know. It's just, like you say, it's, it's a very strange one. It's a very strange... If any modders want to come on and chat to us about modding uh, and stuff like that, because it's something yeah. that I just I just can't figure out. I mean, I'm a, a dum-dum with a, a, a CD drive and I just put my disc in and <laughs> games play and flashing lights. Um, that's what I like out of yes. games. Um, mm-hmm. But I do find it strange that that Rockstar would see that as kind of almost competition, like I say, and and, and would want to, to take yeah. that down. And does that mean that... You know that's going to change, kind of change modding going forward, um, especially for for Rockstar games. Or you know, is 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 yeah. you know the the community going to turn their back on that? Yeah, I don't know. It, like, because Rockstar haven't done anything about mods or anything like that. I think like I'm not sure if they've actively encouraged it. Like, obviously, it's like as much as Valve, uh, like encourage modding and stuff like that for like Half Life and everything, everything like that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like. I don't know if like Rockstar like encourage it. Well, they used to encourage it or anything like that. And um, like, it's pro- it's probably going to sound bad, but I think it does seem like they they knew that um, the definitive edition wasn't going to wow and amaze mm-hmm. or anything like that. So it might have been the case of taking down competition. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm worried about. Now, I'm I'm saying Rockstar. Yeah. I think probably yeah. what I mean is take two. It's take take. Yeah. Two. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Take two. Yeah, because yeah. they're the money makers. Mm. They're the the ones that are caring about the numbers. Rockstar maybe not yeah, yeah. so much. Uh, although you know, understand yeah. where their money comes from. But um, yeah, I think yeah. I think this is more of a, a publisher than a, a developer um, doing that because I don't think Grove Street Games yeah. would be like, uh oh, little Jimmy's. Yeah, game who's that he's made in his, his bedroom looks better than our entire thing that's using all this complicated AI and stuff. Go take it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No, I think it's. I think I think you've hit the nail on the head there, and I think it's probably more to do with Take Two. And um, yeah, it's a couple of like weird kind of moves that they've made over the past mm-hmm. like wee little while and stuff like that with obviously taking down the mods and taking down the original versions and stuff like that. But, I mean, they've remedied that with... Um, so if you bought the Definitive Edition and stuff like that, you get the original yeah, versions for yeah. free, um, which is which is very, very cool. So if you want to go back and play those original games, you yeah. can, which is good. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's it's weird. It's, it's a very... It's a very EA move, and it's a very... Yeah. Konami-esque kind of move like EA maybe like five five years ago or something like that that's that was like their kind of like sort of move um but yeah it's it's weird and I don't know whether this is the case that um that like we've had a few key people leaving Rockstar mm-hmm. and stuff like that and they, we don't have the kind of like um the guiding hand of uh of Mr. Hauser or uh, Leslie Benzie anymore yeah. for for that, so I, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, it's a weird time, but like at the same time, like I think if they see this as a mistake and they see this as uh, something that has bitten them on the ass, yeah. 
and stuff like that. And uh, like like you said, if um, if everyone takes the uh, Colin Moriarty approach and uh, says um, like vote for you with your wallet, don't yeah. buy, don't yeah. pay for it and stuff like that, then um, maybe they'll they'll rethink. Maybe they'll take a, take a new direction and stuff like that. Um, like I think uh, over the past like maybe a couple of years and stuff like that, EA have been actually quite good. Yeah. In terms of like what they've what they've what they've released and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, apart from like um, like your annual sports releases and everything like that, that's just like a money making kind of machine and stuff like that. But like in terms of like some really good single player content and stuff like that, Jedi Fallen Order was really good. Um, and um, yeah, they seem to be kind of doing a little bit better yeah yeah very much i think they had such a yeah a reputation for just you know it was yes. pretty much press x to open thing money 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 it'll cost you 15 pounds um press circle to jump yeah it'll cost you 20 pounds um and just basically make you <laughs> buy the, the each individual yeah. part of the game um bit by yeah. bit um and i think that was again very very much frowned upon and i think they got such a slating yeah uh not only in the press but yeah. you know obviously that puts people off yeah um, and you got to think there's a huge, mm-hmm. huge part. I mean, I'd love to, to know the exact figure, but an awful lot of those sports games are probably bought by parents who just know the name FIFA. But if they see that badge EA and they've seen it in the news that they're just money grabbing, they'll be like, well, no, I don't want to buy little Timmy you know yeah, FIFA yeah. or Madden or whatever it is this year. Um, yeah. Because that's going to cost me more money going forward because they're going to be at me all the time for, yeah. for these microtransactions. So 100%. Yeah. Um, definitely don't buy something yep. until you're happy with it and for some people i mean i'm mm-hmm. an, an early adopter i'm a, a day one kind of person that buying them and i and i appreciate there's a risk with that as well you know buying those games first oh, day, yeah, they weren't yeah. perfect but um i was happy mm-hmm. to part with my cash uh, and take whatever i got at that pace. yeah me too and yes as a consumer i could be well within my rights for for demanding or, or wanting a, a a better experience or, or you know not wanting second best yeah. with those um you know not mm-hmm. wanting to buy a broken product but at the same time mm-hmm. i don't know i love gta i got yeah, my money's like, worth to be fair I it, yeah. nothing affected yeah. me they look gorgeous um no. maybe if it had yeah. i would i would be thinking a bit differently and i appreciate that there's plenty of people out there probably listening to this they were like well i couldn't get past certain missions and stuff so um yeah, yeah. i was just i was just mm. got away with it yeah but that kind of takes us neatly into our wee feature oh yeah So what I was wanting to do, I found this great article on um, fandomspot.com and this mm-hmm. is 15 of the funniest GTA 5 mods from memes to uh, and weird and stupid add-ons. So I was just wondering, wanted to go through some of these and again, mm-hmm. you know the drill. Oh, I do. One to six stars. Yeah. Um, of how likely you think that Rockstar will see these and implement them in GTA 6. <laughs> oh, in the words of Mario, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about Chris Pratt being Mario? Yeah, weird. I was I was expecting him to be weird. Tommy for setting. He's he's yeah he he's he's um he's Garfield as well, which is weird. Is he? I didn't know that. God, he's yeah, him. like uh, the new Garfield. Yeah, I know. Uh, like uh, I did see a quite a funny meme. It was uh, Chris Pratt is voicing Chris Pratt in a film about Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's, yeah. there's something. Something a bit mm. strange about it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Here we go. Um, so number fifteen, the first one. Okay. My leg. SpongeBob pad pain and death sign. Oh, pedestrian. Okay, because writing the whole word pedestrian must have been so hard for this person. Um, 
My legs. <laughs> My legs. SpongeBob, pedestrian pain, and death sounds. Um, so a healthy dose of violence can only be made healthier with enhanced audio. I totally agree. Since Grand Theft Auto V is oh, yeah. all about letting loose to commit the most heinous crimes. Ah, uh, okay. Um, why not make sure? <laughs> why not make everything more surreal? <laughs> I mean, is it? Is that what it's about? Okay. No. Um, <laughs> not now. <laughs> maybe it's if you play it that way, then yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe if you play it that way. Um, so if you've ever heard, play it your way, you know what you do. You that's that's the worries. Um, yeah. As long as you're not doing that in real life, that's the main thing. That's that's yeah, frowned it upon. It is frowned upon. Yeah. If you've ever heard the phrase "my leg," then you'll love this mod. So I guess you've got to be a SpongeBob fan for this one. Mm. Did you watch the SpongeBob? Uh, I watched little bits of the SpongeBob. Um, I uh, yeah, it was it was a weird show, but like um, I can understand its appeal and stuff like that. And um, yeah, um, nah, like, this is a this is a two. This is a two, two for me. Let's. Uh... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, so there we go. That's so 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 I'm guessing like every time that they um they run over someone. Yep, that's what you'll hear. Like someone goes someone goes by the that's it, that's it. Um mm, Oh, I don't know I now. Think... I'm gonna I might change my number I might change my number actually. Like um you, I'm quite surprised that's not already in there. Well, like I would love it if the like if they snuck that in somewhere, and also if they snuck in the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, like I think that would be amazing. <laughs> okay, so our our job as a community is to um, go and find the my yeah. leg and the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, in in GTA, in GTA 6, 6 yeah, when it comes, when it comes out. out. Yeah, because they'll yeah. probably put it in after yeah. after listening to us. Yeah, of course. Uh, changing to uh, okay. four. Let's four say stars. Four. Excellent. Four stars. All right, yeah. number fourteen, the shark cannon. So, yeah. Robin, pass me my bat repellent shark spray. Yeah, my bat spray. It's fucking brilliant. Um, uh, so, Adam Wee. Adam Wee. Remember that ridiculous movie, Sharknado? Now you can recreate it in yep. GTA 5, Sans Tornado, thankfully. With the shark cannon, you can summon hammerhead and tiger shorts. Uh, shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Sharks. <laughs> shark, in a shark. Oh no! Just imagine a shark gun. <laughs> hey, that's number one. <laughs> oh no! I'll start that sentence again. <laughs> oh, no, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Use it. <laughs> <laughs> With the shark cannon, you can summon the hammerhead and tiger yeah. sharks that will let you. Well, let them devour all the pedestrians they find. Um, well, not quite. Uh, all these poor sharks are dead. But hey, pair this with the tsunami mod. Um, you become a twisted, <laughs> ugly lord of the sea. Now that's something to keep you busy. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Right, so as soon as you said that, like, my brain was instantly going to, like, Saints Row. Yeah. And that... Saints Row, that would be a six star. <laughs> that would be that would be one hundred percent confirmed. I can't believe they haven't done it before. Um in GTA, no, that is a zero star for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's one step too yeah, far. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see how many four, more steps we can take. Um yeah. the PLP fifty. <laughs> With so many beautiful sports cars running around Los Santos, how is any one of them to stand out? Well, I'll answer that one for you. With the smallest car ever made. <laughs> the Peel P50, in case you didn't know, is the smallest production car ever made in history. 
It's so small that it has a single door, no reverse gear, and some very weird handling. With this baby, you can be sure to go all out uh, on mischief, uh, as the police are surely going to take pity on this jalopy. Now, it's one of those that's got one wheel at the back. <laughs> oh, that thing, that yeah. Little, that little yeah. fella. Um, I'm going to say a five-star, because I, I don't know why they haven't done that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've- yeah. I really don't know why they've done that. I like I, they've had like funny vehicles before in terms of like let's let's go for the dodo, let's go for uh, the BF injection, let's go for uh, like San Andreas had heaps of them, like jetpacks. Yeah. <laughs> basically San Andreas. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, basically San Andreas. So um, yeah, I don't understand why they haven't done that. So yeah, I'm gonna say a done. five star. Done. Actually, Man, yeah, we we're getting a lot of content out of this. Um, yeah. Okay. The Quick Whale Spawner. Have you ever wished you could fill the world with whales? No? Well, it doesn't matter. Now you can. Uh, the Quick Whale Spawner <laughs> mod's only goal is to make you laugh your socks off by letting you spawn gigantic whales anytime you want. Want a single whale? Press a dedicated button gently. Want an army of whales to rain down? Mash the button like there's no tomorrow. Again, Saints Row. Okay. I think we should just make a new Saints Row game. Yeah, uh, I think... Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, I will mirror my last answer Perfect. for that one. Yep. Good mirror stars. I like that. That's new. Yeah, mirror stars. Right. Ragdoll on demand. For the uninitiated, Ooh. ragdoll physics are used to create dynamic death animations that look great for the player, much less for the killed virtual character. Character rather. And this extremely short description of the joys of death animations wasn't enough for you, I invite you to Los Santos to try out ragdoll on demand. Just press the dedicated button and say goodbye to the ground, making uh, and make death something to be laughed about. Um, I like the mm-hmm. idea of it. I always thought the ragdoll physics in four was good fun. Yes, I, I, I thought they might have done it slightly better. Well, I say I say slightly better, but like I think it was more ragdolly in four than it was in yeah. five. I think five had the elements of ragdoll, but not like it had a bit of. Uh, rigidness to it is that no, I, I think that's right yeah i mean go- there's yeah. full yeah. ragdoll like chucking a bit of spaghetti down yeah. the hallway and then there's yeah having a little bit of of like like it's it's, it's actually someone it. yes. like yeah. falling yeah 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 so uh i like i kind of like the idea um though saying that i'm gonna say it again another saints row thing it is. uh because uh yeah i remember one mission where you have to That's like right. throw yourself in front of a car and basically you have a button that basically makes you yep. ragdoll and uh yeah you have to get as much insurance claim as possible so i think yeah. i think this mod may have actually just invented toy story the game oh, oh yes because every time what 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 a stealth was, game that would could be could you imagine a mixture like, between like metal gear solid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buzz and Woody with like bandanas <laughs> on night vision goggles and uh, the ability to ragdoll whenever a human walks past. Yeah, That'd be great, amazing, right. absolutely amazing. All right, number ten. There, there's a theme okay. here: the animal cannon. So, do you know they really like their cannons? I mean, uh, just to say, just just to save time, uh, mirror saves row answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you know the name of the most powerful and most devastating weapon ever created in the world of Grand Theft Auto? Well, I do. Man. Man. <laughs> yeah, totally, that's it. The player. Um, this weapon is the animal cannon. <laughs> what does it do? Uh, and what it does is shoot animals. 
many different animals. Want to shoot down chopper, okay. choppers with a whale? You can. You want to take out the crops with mm-hmm. cat ammo? You want to take out the cops with cat ammo? You can. You want to go back and <laughs> shoot dogs at guards? You can. Um, and they don't even bite. Phenomenal. Oh, amazing. Phenomenal. Uh, amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'd love it if we just shot a man. <laughs> you see that Futurama episode that has, uh, like, you know the scary door? Like the whole piss take of the Twilight um, Twilight I've Zone. I've never seen Futurama. I know. What? I know. Stop this <laughs> podcast right now and go watch it. Please. It is so okay. funny. I need to, I need to get into it. But yeah, yeah the, scary, the scary door basically mirrors the Twilight Zone and it's like, it's very funny, but like it's um, like a, it's the scientist. He's like, I've combined it all the evil DNA from all the most evil animals in all the world. And it turns out it's yeah. man. <laughs> he comes out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. Um, lots of cannons here. The vehicle cannon mod. Two guesses as to what this could be. Oh, uh, it shoots um, normal bullets, like <laughs> a normal gun. Yeah. No, um, it shoots. No, <laughs> no, no. It shoots weapons. Uh, it shoots weapons. It, it shoots, shoots weapons. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. I don't know if anyone ever asked for such a. Uh, for such a weapon, but here it is, the powerful vehicle cannon. With this, you'll be able to crush yeah. an, um, any and all. So with this, you'll be able to crush any and all opposition by shooting a truckload of cars at them, or a carload of trucks, depending on your preference. <laughs> now, I would love to try out a lot of these mods just for fun. And um, yeah, it does... Oh, I'm going to sound like a fucking broken record, but yeah, it's just like... Saints Row. That's, it's Saints Row. That's, yeah, like uh, all the guns and cannons and everything like that fire random crap out of it and stuff like that would fit perfectly into a Saints Row It game. would, it would indeed. Uh, in a GTA game, in a GTA game, no. no. <laughs> and no. so none, none, of the, none of the cannons that fire any type of projectile other than a yeah. bullet. Yeah. <laughs> or ammunition, then... <laughs> then uh, I will say no stars. Oh, no stars. Okay. Well, no number stars. eight is one we've been asking for for a while. Okay. Grand Theft Space. <gasps> it's happening. Yes! Spice! Stop what you're doing. Go and download this mod. It's Grand Theft Space. So in Grand Theft Auto in space, what else can you ask mm-hmm. for exactly? Um, yeah. This amazing Grand Theft Auto V expansion mod lets you go past the border- borders of old, boring Earth and go into the deepest reaches of space while all planets seem to have the same gravity as our own world you can combine this mod with the ragdoll on demand and a few others for some very hilarious effects (laughs) six stars perfect confirmed The tsunami mod. Couldn't have asked for anything. Oh, so yeah, you couldn't have asked for anything mod. more. <coughs> yeah, anything more no. perfect. Thank no. you. Thank you very much, modders. Yeah. Um, number seven, the tsunami mod. Yep. Now this this has got a little heart back to maybe SimCity, if you ever used to play SimCity, where you could put natural disasters on. So at any given time as yeah, you're building yeah. your city, and you could be days into it. I used to love playing on this NES. Uh, and you could be days and days and yeah. days into it. Then all of a sudden, like, Godzilla will come along or a tornado or something like that. <laughs> a natural yeah, disaster. you have to rebuild your city. <laughs> Godzilla's a natural was, disaster. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, um... Ah... 
for stuff that's uh, for adding realism and stuff like that. Like, uh, like we're we're getting storms yeah, at the moment are. and stuff like that. It's cut, it's cutting power and everything like that. Like, uh, like I'd like to see the effects of wind in GTA. I'd love to see like rain like going yep. sideways. I'd love to see like um, like snow building up yeah. over time. I'd love to see all that kind of stuff. And like it, that's all very much horse testicles and something Rockstar is fantastic at doing. So um, yeah, like um, having having like a storm or something like that would be quite cool. I think you've kind of nailed a couple of really exciting stuff there. I think first of all, they've not done proper snow. Yeah. They've done some pretty good weather effects and their lightning's always very good. Yeah, and atmospheric yeah. rain and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But they've not done yeah. a proper snow cycle, I don't think. Um other than the, yeah. the like the the stuff they do over their holidays and, and Christmas Day and stuff. Um Yeah, yeah. I think if they did go back to Miami, they've spoken about storms and that's why they closed the bridges in Vice City. It would be fantastic, even if it was just like a North Yankton yeah. um style opener yeah. for you to be in a massive storm like that. And yeah. like they, see the effect. They did they did it in yeah, they did it in Red Dead oh, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is it. Yeah, that, that snowstorm and yeah, so having having something like that. And I'd love to see like like proper proper weather taking effect and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like I'd love to see like people walking along the street and like getting blown by the wind or i'd like to see people like when it rains people are trying to run for Sorry. cover or or uh, like getting out umbrellas and everything like that and uh, like just little things to make the world just seem a bit more yeah. alive and stuff like that so um going to the extreme end of that uh the natural disasters um i don't know like uh would i want to see that in a gta 6 would I? Depends how intrusive and annoying it would be. Scripted yes. moment, fair enough. Like, but. yeah, a scripted a scripted moment. If it's part of the story, cool, excellent, well done. Um, pat the back. Uh, imagine four leaf clover fighting if, your way out of that bank heist, yeah. and then all of a sudden the yeah. tornado comes. Yeah. <laughs> like, but if you heard, if you heard, like the storm kind of like siren going off or something like that, and you had to get to a shelter yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, and it was like as intrusive as like. Let's say it was on a like twenty day cycle, or something, or something along those lines. Like, uh, like that could become quite annoying because you could be in the middle of a mission, you could be doing something and stuff like that, and then you have to drop everything exactly. and go for that. And um, <clears throat> like, if it was like maybe like a one off or mm-hmm. something like that, and it was like randomly chucked into the game at some point, then that would be quite cool. But, um, yeah, because you're going to spend maybe, let's say, from 40 to 60 to 80 hours with yeah. this game at, at a minimum. And uh, if they manage to just chuck in a random, like, natural disaster, that would that would be quite interesting. <laughs> probably, and I'm going to say this is the one I want, is if they dropped in the old 1980s WWF tag team, the Natural Disasters, Earthquake and Typhoon, to just run around and cause havoc. <laughs> That's what I want. Cool. Okay, uh, six stars. <laughs> All right, number six. Mario Kart 8, the N64. I don't know why it's Mario Kart 8, but this is the name of the mod, I presume. Mario Kart 8, the N64 okay. Yoshi Valley. So Mario Kart 8 in Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, my barnacles. I agree. Um... And it's even less violent than the real thing. Um, This recreation of the classic Mario Kart track is extremely, extremely faithful. 
And it would be perfect uh, if it weren't for one thing. There are no power-ups. God damn it. Um, how am I supposed to get my friends to uh, hate me without a blue shell? So somebody's built the entire yeah. Mario Kart um, Yossi's Run 64, uh, 64 in GTA Five. Okay. Mm. That's, that's cool. That is kind of cool. It's very niche, very, like, um, I don't think it would be something that... <laughs> Uh, yep. Rockstar would incorporate and stuff like that, but it's very cool. I do. I like it. All right, number five. I think we've seen this before. Gravity Gun. Oh. So the Gravity Gun is a staple mod for every Grand Theft Auto game. There was no way it was going to be skipping mm. it. GTA Five. So just in case you've been living in a desert up until now, I'll tell you how it works. Point, aim, shoot, and watch things fly. Very, very Half Life. The Gravity Gun is probably one of the most unique weapons in gaming next to the portal yep. gun in terms of like what what it can do its versatility and everything like that um i don't think gta is sci-fi enough to carry it correct yeah that's that that's the only thing uh this is this is me being like very serious <laughs> <laughs> i'm i was, I was like whoa we're going to a deep place like, here let's i'm gonna follow you I, I know I, I yeah I know I like um like if we're if we're saying like uh, are these mods going to be included in yep. GTA Six and then like the majority of these are no like no, I can no. <laughs> I, I like 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 I can try and like maybe argue a couple of them and maybe the like what we were talking about the natural disaster one and stuff like that got us onto a good conversation <laughs> about like uh, like dynamic weather and everything totally. like that and how that would work so um yeah like uh. Yeah, uh, they would. They wouldn't include a gravity gun. Number four, no. But it'd be cool. <laughs> it would be extremely cool. Um, I think. Yes, out of be. all of these, we could probably create a hell of a cool game um, called Saints Row Seven. But um, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, not for for GTA Six. All right, number four, the vehicle's jetpack. The coolest uh, item ever made for any GTA uh, game was the San Andreas jetpack. I agree. Um, which sadly never made another appearance. Until someone made it for Grand Theft Auto V. Simply copying things is not a good way to go. So how could the jetpack be improved? By making it work with vehicles. So basically, flying cars. Yes. Correct. <laughs> no. Sorry. Well, they've, they've, inclu- they've included that in uh, online, haven't You're right, you're right. They? This must be just before, before yeah. that. Um, before online, sorry. yeah. So this next one, number... Uh, there was sorry. a... Well, there was, there was, sorry, sorry, I'm just thinking of flying cars. Uh, there was a cheat, I think, for... Um, for uh, ever since GTA 3, uh, that flying cars. So basically the cars controlled like the Dodo. Oh, what did yeah. the best thing to best thing to do was chuck on that cheat, get the rhino, and turn the turret yeah, yeah, backwards yeah. and start firing, and then just watch yourself launch into the atmosphere <laughs> into space. Into space. <laughs> All right, here we go. This this one I genuinely yeah. want in some way, shape, or form. Um, mm-hmm. I think we found a, a genuine six stars. Are you ready for okay. it? Okay, I'm ready. Pokemon Go GTA Edition. Explain. So. <laughs> Because I'm trying to think how that would work. Pokemon Go GTA Edition is an extremely ambitious mod that allows you to play Pokemon Go inside GTA 5. You know what this means, right? You can hatch, you can catch Pikachu, Squirtle, Charmander. Um, you can get them acquainted with the harsh reality of Los Santos' crime life. Yeah, it's a horrible wake-up call for these innocent creatures. And what would be an enjoyable experience for you. Imagine a version of Pokemon, uh, Pokemon yeah. Go. That they send yeah. up, you know, whatever. Like, um, 
What yeah. does South Park call them? Shimpokuman. <laughs> Shimpokuman. <laughs> What's that? Chuchu Nesby. Shoo. <laughs> so as you're going around with your in-game mobile, there is yeah. a version of like Pokemon in there. Uh, Pokemon Go. So you go around. The, it's, it's a collectibles, basically. This is, this is collectible. Heaven. That would be... That would be very cool and i like that and i would love to see that in the air like some kind of like because that that thing was huge oh man like, it, was it was so huge. huge and having 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 a game within a game and going around with your mates in gta yep. like let's say vice like let's say we're back in vice city and stuff like that going around and playing like this Chim Pokemon yeah. game. <laughs> How good would that doing that online? Massive, massive meetups and stuff. There's still yeah. meetups I see quite often on a Sunday morning on my yeah. way into work. Still see like groups of people uh, walking around different like, areas. Playing Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Wow. So imagine doing that without having to leave your house. Um, yeah. And doing that <laughs> That's even yeah. better. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Even Brilliant better. Even so better. how many stars? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say six. Definitely. I'm going to say 60 stars. Ten times what you said. All right, number two. We've seen this before. It's a standard cheat. However, pedestrian riots. So with all that goes on in Los Santos, one has to wonder uh, why pedestrians never, ever riot. Well, they do when you push up, down, left, right, R1, R2, um, until one of them uh, wakes up on the wrong side of the bed, that is. So pedestrian riots arms all pedestrians with weapons and they're eager to use them uh, against basically anyone who attacks them. I get... I guess that it's pretty good with um, giving them weapons because usually they're just running around with like yeah. baseball bats and just starting fights and stuff like that. But given all the pedestrians' actual weapons uh, and going nuts, that could, that could be pretty fun. <laughs> um, what would you think of... Uh, what would you think of like a purge mod? Oh, really? And just going full like so, 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 just one night, like uh, however long night lasts in GTA and stuff like that. That like all the pedestrians just get guns and just go Man, wild. Rockstar, <laughs> you are welcome. This is a great online idea that one night yeah, a year, like like purge, it's a purge, like yeah, what purge mode and stuff like that. And like, oh, just imagine if your character dies. On purge night, it's deleted, it's and you have to make a new. Oh, that's I mean, that's playing with the big boys right there, isn't it? Like, yeah. So, so like in terms of like progression and stuff like that, like you would probably keep your progression. You would keep all the stuff that you've gained and stuff like that, but you'd be forced to make a new avatar. That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, like, don't log on. Yep. That's fine. Nothing happens. Log yeah. on and take part. Yeah. There's risk. Yep. There's risk uh, and there's reward or something like that. Like if you survive or something like that, you get a like a t-shirt that says I like survived I the survived yeah. the purge and all I got was a slicey t-shirt. <laughs> Exclusive stuff. Hey Rockstar. Oh, yeah. Bonus up. Grand Theft Podcast at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Give us we'll take yeah. over. We'll we'll just we'll make GTA six for you. We've got great yeah. ideas. Yes, let's awesome. do it. Okay, here's the last one. God mode. Oh, Mm. Time to become a god, but for real. Grand Theft Auto V's god mode makes the uh, makes the entirety of the map your play, playground. Um, while having unlimited ammo, health uh, are good things to have, they do not make you a god. Special powers like running fast as the Flash, teleporting around like Son Goku, Goku? Goku. 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 Uh, teleporting around like Son Goku. Dragon Ball. <laughs> I, never, I never, saw the, never saw the Dragon Balls. <sighs> I know. 
I grew up with it and I love I, uh, it. <laughs> I've got lots of cartoons yep. to watch, basically. Uh, and slowing down time, sir. Yes, you, yes, you do. Yeah. This is one mod that will make you'll uh, absolutely want to try. I don't know. I think Pokemon Go is the one I want to try. Uh, check it out here. Clicky link uh, with more details on the feature. Hmm. God mode. I mean, I mean, when you said God mode, it just um, it just reminded me of um, like Doom and like all those old kind of uh, yeah. like uh, Doom clones that they had and stuff like that. And like Doom guy had the gold eyes and stuff like that, which was yeah, yeah. ace. And like you would just go around and just take out everything. Uh, but uh, yeah, that literally makes you like teleport, fly, gives you superpowers and stuff like that. So, um, Saints Row did it. <laughs> Saints Row did it. <laughs> <laughs> Saints Row's four. That's all it is. Uh, <laughs> so basically, what you're saying is we could just combine them all into a Saints Row mod uh, and have it at that. Yeah. Yeah, we can combine them all into Saints Row 5. Not this reboot stuff that they're doing at the moment, just an actual proper Saints Row 5. Saints Row, if you're listening, we're for hire as well. Rockstar yeah. don't seem interested in all our great ideas. Yeah, come on THQ, get on it. Bring it. Volition, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now it's time for some NPC dialogue. Gary and I have been down to our local twat cafe where we've checked our inbox and we've had an email from Finn2179. So Finn writes in to ask... Now that the definitive edition is out, could this open these maps to some DLC? Ooh, that's a a question with an awful lot of nostalgic prospects that could could happen. Yes, but yes. Will it? Uh, uh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry to be oh. so pessimistic. Can you hear that? But Can you hear that? That's the sound of my dreams crying and crushed right there. Oh no, I'm I'm so sorry, Gareth. Uh, um, what I would love to see, I would love, I would honestly mm-hmm. love expansions to these cities. I would love, um, I would love that they did DLCs with uh, Liberty City stories and Vice City mm-hmm. stories, and then gave us a San Andreas story yep. yeah, yeah. as well. I think that I think that would be really decent um, if they're all together. Um, that's that's just the one thing that I was a bit well not weirded not weirded out, but uh, that I thought was weird was the fact that like um, the definitive edition like it is individual icons for individual okay, games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's on on the actual thing. Whereas like um, <clears throat> like the Crash trilogy, the Mass Effect trilogy, yeah. Spyro trilogy, it's one icon. You click on it and then you choose yeah. your game. Yeah, so. If it was all together in one file, which I think they could do, like even if they took, uh, even if they still had like individual icons and stuff like that, being able to fly to each city would be lovely. I think, yes, 100%. I mean, that's probably the dream. Um, I I, I always see... The the dream would be great. I always see the, the classic meme of girls say guys just want one thing and it's disgusting and the thing that guys want is, is the, every GTA map together that you could just travel I'm like, I, I see that pop up quite often I'm like yep yeah yeah I don't care I'm disgusted yep um, I, don't, I, 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 I don't care I'm, I, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a horrible that's human what, being, but they I want it. Um, <laughs> just because whenever you look at it, you're just like, wow, that would just be so much fun. Just to, to go through. Yeah. And even, oh, there's so many ways you could do yeah. it. But. Like, I, I mean, if you could, like, the boring bog standard way of doing it would be going to the airport, buying a mm-hmm. ticket, and then it would just show the plane taking off and then show the plane yeah. landing at whatever airport you've decided to go to. Uh, so, um, is it uh, Francis International, Escobar, mm-hmm. and... What's the one that's in San Andreas? Uh, Jefferson. Jeff. Yeah. I'm going to double check that. That. Came or in like, there's a, there's a few. There, there's a there's a few airfields and stuff like that that you can go to. Area 69, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's really doing my head in. Yeah. Which I think. Um, Los Santos International. <laughs> Los. <laughs> <laughs> please keep that in <laughs> please keep that in because that's amazing um okay yeah yeah so yeah going from going from francis international to escobar to los santos would be just it would be good yeah. fun um but uh but being able to fly there yeah. yourself yeah, yeah. or take a take a boat there yourself um like uh you would probably have to like um like uh there'd be like maybe a marker or something mm-hmm. like that it's like okay we need to head over to that so you just fly in that direction and it does what it did in uh san andreas you just keep going and keep going and stuff like that and then you can see it in the distance or something yep. like that be it so would good. be yeah definitely and um yeah uh, like i would love that i would honestly love that um and i don't know i don't know like Sorry, sorry for being so negative, but yeah, I, I just, <laughs> no, it's, I just, I, I just, I, I just, don't, I don't see it happening. It's, I really don't like. I think, I think, I think it's a very wishful thing. You know what? One hundred percent, it is, it is, yeah. and it is a pie yeah. in the sky dream. Um, oh yeah, definitely. But I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. But it'd be so cool. Amazing. <laughs> I'm going to ask four questions. Okay, um, cool. I will answer. Good. Excellent. I'm glad. <laughs> Otherwise, this is going to be a very Good. quick segment. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think about this? Theme tune. No. Um, <laughs> so, um, okay, so let's go. Let's go through all. I'm going to go through all three, and then I'm going to tie it into your, uh, your I, again dream crushing idea uh, that we're never see of yeah. all all three maps being in a one or so. And I, I, <laughs> yeah. I know we've okay. already seen some of these, but we'll, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask again for yeah. for some fresh ones based on what we know, not nothing new kind of thing. So on GTA three, okay, is there something yep. or someone that stands out that you would like to see? Uh, DLC based on. Uh, ooh, Abel. Oh, great call. Yeah, I didn't think of Abel. Uh, I think I think doing some like maybe doing the mission that uh, got his hands messed yep. up, or um, or like just doing a bunch like because he has all the weapons and all the fun and everything like that, and you can like trip out cars with bombs and everything like that. I think like Abel would be so much fun to. Like go through his thing and he's like get so up, cool. Get him, basically get him up to the point where you he gets arrested and that's him going to jail. Yeah, and then gets busted yeah. out obviously with with Claude or uh, yeah, yeah. That's a great shout. I didn't yeah. think of that. Um, yeah, because who jumped to your mind? The first one that I, I kind of thought to my mind jumped to my mind would have been like um, Kenzie. Okay, that kind yeah. of, I just I was thinking about that kind of like second area yeah. of the map or Donald Love. Yeah. Um, what about? Um, what about Ahsoka? Yeah, that kind of because 
because you could have that whole kind of pass with Maria and stuff like that as well. Yeah, 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 totally. I think, I think uh, you've nailed it with eight ball. I think Um, that's better than anything I was going to say. Because, because the good thing about eight ball is the fact that like um, you can go into the past or you can go into the future with him because he survives. I think. Yeah. Well, you kind of just like yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure he survives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Whereas like Asuka Maria. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kenji, they all mm. die, and Donald Love goes he missing. Does, yeah, yeah. So, fair point. Fair point. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Mm. Yeah, great shout. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. So eight ball uh, DLC okay. confirmed. Um, yep. Vice City. Vice City. Uh, I would love. <coughs> I'd love to see uh, a Guitar Hero ripoff with <laughs> Love Fist. <laughs> That's a great idea. You had to buy, you had to buy some kind of flying V yeah. peripheral. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be fun. Um, or like, uh, yeah, or you just had to do some kind of quick time button events and stuff like that. that you had to play with uh, Lovefist, but uh, I think maybe Mercedes would be quite interesting because she's Mercedes would be very very cool. Uh, Avery Carrington might be another good yeah. shout, or maybe Donald loves Avery. Avery um, Avery Carrington's Donald Love. You know, he's playing the second fiddle. Yeah. The, you know, yeah, the, yeah. Under, the under right. Um, yeah. The word? I've forgotten that. Uh, he's uh, basically is, is, is number two. Yeah. So it would be great to to potentially um, mm-hmm. go around and do missions for Avery before Tommy turns up. Um, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I think Mercedes is obviously mm-hmm. up to Mercedes no good is a good show, actually. About all the time. So yeah. I mean, she potentially has got a lot of, of, of story to tell from there. Yeah. Nice. Okay. No, I like yeah. I like that. Um, all right, San Andreas. I mean, take the um, San Andreas. <laughs> there's so many. Yeah. <laughs> so many in uh, San Andreas. Uh, probably special mention to Woozy, which would be quite yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> do you think the Woozy DLC where the screen's just blank? Are you suggesting playing a blind man? <laughs> and just having his aides yep. like, grab the yep. steering wheel and drive around for you? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. I'll be honest with you, I'd buy it. <laughs> uh, enough joking aside, actually. Um, <laughs> I actually think Caesar. Oh, I think Caesar would be a good... I think Caesar would be a really good shout. Like, his whole kind of gang life and stuff like that, seeing it from the Varos side Sorry. of things. And, um, yeah, him meeting up with um, Kendall and, uh, yeah. That would be a great ending. It is Kendall, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? it would be a great yeah, ending. Yeah, yeah. Either him meeting Kendall yeah. or um, yeah. getting to that point where the the car meet and, um, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, CJ kind of pulls up and you're like, ah, I know what happens from yeah. here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can either do, like, both ways as well because, uh, obviously, Caesar survives as well. Great so stuff. you can have, like, a... a prequel sequel thing and like you could run the garage yeah yeah this is it <laughs> and if you, if you decide to do a sequel with it but yeah um yeah no caesar i think would possibly be my choice yeah great great shot because he's he's totally tight into the story mm. uh, and he's, he's he's probably one of yeah. the best bits about the story when i replayed it recently yeah um i forgot just how cool caesar, caesar mm-hmm. was um yeah but also like he's got history you know you, you come in you know caesar's always yeah. al- already well established within within what he's doing so um yeah, it's a great show. I was thinking, yep. you know, there's five years of Big Smoke that goes from uh, yeah, Grove Street loyal to backstabbing traitor. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I don't know. I think okay. there could be a, a Big Smoke um, yeah. story there. 
yeah, big big smoke, big smoker rider, yeah, rider as well. I think rider would yeah. be great to have along yeah. with you because those two would be riding together the whole time. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. And the fact that like may, maybe big smokes turns first, yeah. and uh, maybe maybe rider has this kind of like like what the hell are you doing mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and then he kind of convinces him and yeah. twists him round yeah. to his way. I think that's that's yeah. definitely stuff, and yeah. you, you never know. There could be yeah, there could be stories there because there's you know other brothers. CJ and um, Sweet's yeah. you know, brother got killed. There could be story behind yeah. that. It could be you know, you know, uh, Big Smoke got them got them killed. Um, you know, with the uh, yeah. the 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 Johnson family. You know, and you know, there's the obvious with uh, CJ's mom and stuff. So um, yeah, yeah, I, I I would love to play that five year kind of period as as Big Smoke and uh, going around because I yeah. think he would be pretty funny to to uh, to go around. And I mean, essentially, yeah. you'd have to eat. 10 clucking bells a day to to keep going um <laughs> judging by his one order that we get to, to see um and it'd be oh, yeah, there's uh, so much scope uh-huh. in there you could just have so much fun like chasing trains down um you know yeah. and that's just his thing but then and he's and he's, he's very, very good, good at, at it, it yeah. and then he, uh, he is very good at it and then he and then obviously sees that he's just rubbish yeah. at it yeah, yeah. okay we want yeah. that we want uh, gta big smoke yeah um yeah. and as Always, we'd love. Oh, sorry, I've got one more, uh, one more question for you. Yeah, yeah, I was always saying. Apologies. Yeah. Um, if yeah. we were to get all three maps together, and there was to be an international or a, or a national story across all of those cities, who would it be? Who would we be following? Flying across, or driving, or boating across, doing the crimes. Um, this is hard, it actually. Is. First, first person that jumped to my mm-hmm. mind was ken rosenberg for some reason that's a great and i show. don't know why because obviously you have your stuff that he does in vice city mm-hmm. and then obviously you see him in san andreas and then uh like i'm not sure if he's in well i don't think he is in three but uh or mm-hmm. or phil cassidy see that's another great shout yeah there's a couple of people because i was around. just trying th- yeah because i'm trying to think of people that are in all three and i think I think Ken's only in two, uh, but I think Phil Cassidy is in all three of them. That could be the running guns across town or across cities. Yeah, running guns across cities and stuff like that, and like telling his story and stuff like that, and like it will change every single time because his arm <laughs> changes every single time. <laughs> that could be that could be a great shout, man. That's, I, I hadn't thought that. Yeah, um, yeah. So um, and plus he's an arms dealer. It's a good. It's, yeah, like it is. Yeah, I don't think there would be much gameplay yeah. in Ken Rosenberg. As cool as that would be, I mean, I would love. Yeah, as as, as cool as and fun as that would be, but uh, I think gameplay wise, uh, yeah, Phil Cassidy absolutely destroying each of these things. Yeah, that's a great show yeah. in his in his Patriot. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. I think we've just designed all of the mm-hmm. DLC uh, going forward for Rockstar yeah. in these these games while we wait for the fabled GTA Six. But we'd love to hear from you. What DLC would you like to see now that the, there's a, a, a development company who's got their hands on all of these games, all of the assets, all of the maps? What kind of additional stories would you like to hear? Grand Theft Podcast at gmail.com or you can DM us Grand Theft Podcast on uh, Instagram or at Grand Theft Pod on Twitter. Give us a shout. All right, I think it's time for us to go and tie down my shed because it doesn't really sound like it's going to be uh, in Kansas. <laughs> no more total um, by the by the end of tomorrow. Yeah, I think we're going to fill up some flasks of hot water and uh, 
stuff like that and just prepare yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh char- charge my switch yeah, charge your switch yeah this is it this is yeah. it i'm gonna get on the yeah. exercise bike i've hooked up to my ps5 so i can play uh so i can play the, the definitive <laughs> edition <laughs> hopefully drop a few pounds amazing um, <laughs> so good luck with the next few days uh, Gary but thank you very much for joining us on this one yeah. thank you very much for coming back after being so ill yeah no worries uh, yeah again apologies for uh, the way that um, I was sounding at the start of this episode uh, not at all yeah um, it, it did get to a point where I just physically had to stop but uh, yeah I'm glad we caught up exactly where we kind of left off and uh, yeah um, yeah I'm excited for the next few weeks to talk about um, more of I these know, games I know it is getting super exciting. I cannot wait to just gush about these games. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> and as always, thank you everybody for every single like, share, download, everything that you guys do. Again, still makes us uh, catch up every single week and put out new, new episodes. Um, so thank you very much. But hey, remember, what other podcasts are in school, we're at home uprising our faces into 8K just for Rockstar to take them down again. Until next week, keep it six stars. I have no face. <laughs>